cliffcentral.com Yo, I put it like wow, this that sound These oaks don't work hard like me, I hope they know by now Bayo Bear, stand my ground Throw these money trees, go overseas like Percy Tau I'll make sure you stay around, quiet when I'm under loud No negatives allowed, me positivity took a vow I always play to win Anticipate loss. Mind always in the clown, my boy. Never think about the drop. Never, ever, ever think about the drop. Welcome to it, sports fans. It is the MKT show. Uh, San Marino lost 10 0. 10 of the best. Who be- who wins? Who really wins out of that? Paolo, we're going to talk about that. 10 0. Get into it. 10 of the, ten, ten of the big ones, huh? Um, yeah. Like, listen, uh, I'm, uh, by the way, I'm MKT. This is the MKT show. 10 0 last night. That San Marino have been terrible since they Marinoed at yeah. the beginning. Unlike yeah. Dan Marino, who, who was actually quite good at what he did. Didn't win a Super Bowl, though, so try not to be a Marino. But what are we doing? San Marino have always been bad. Yeah. Like, ever since I was a kid, San Marino and Faroe Islands have sucked. Yeah. Luxembourg have gotten better. Yeah. Uh, Moldova have been invented. Yeah. You know, <laughs> Macedonia, like, teams have gotten better. San Marino and Pharaoh, Azerbaijan. Yeah. Have gotten better. What are they doing there? Because they're obviously making money out of this. That stadium was full yesterday. So they're making money for the federation. Where is San Marino? Like, I, I, I know nothing about them. Off the coast of Italy. Oh, really? Okay, I one of those. So. I think it's there. Because I remember on, <laughs> ISS Soccer. Did you ever play oh, ISS Soccer? the best. Roberto Carroso. That's the one. That's the one. I, yeah, ISS early on. PlayStation 1 or 2, I can't remember. Very early. Yes. San Marino were terrible then. I used to hammer them with Germany back then. Why is nothing changed and why are they still allowed near other professional and footballs? why are they not learning? That's the thing. You can get hammered, but surely you should not be getting beaten 10-0 still. Like the Czech Republic went through like Cold Wars, a change of... Czechoslovakia, Czech Republic, USSR splitting, and they're still good. Like, what are you guys up to? Why are Croatia good? Like, that's a terrible... Well, I mean, Croatia's, like, holiday town, but, I mean, they've been through some some turmoil. Poland are decent. Malta. Malta will take a draw. What is going... Scotland aren't bad. San Marino and Faroe Islands, it is... So, I actually saw someone asking a legitimate question. Where would San Marino finish... In the, what do they call the, the, the sort of professional amateur league in England? Is it the nationwide league? Oh, uh, yes, yes, yes. You, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. sort of like a professional conference, conference. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Like, where would San Marino legitimately finish in the conference? Yeah, with their international, full international team, yeah. Because that's, I mean, you're basically playing Premier League All Stars against San Marino. Against the conference team. It's not good enough. No one, no, no one wins. <laughs> International football is on a, like a dodgy footing as it is. Great that you said that. That's big broadcast. San Marino and Faroe Islands in there. Do you not want any favors? <laughs> no. <laughs> no one's winning. <laughs> no one's uh, wins. Listen, Emil Smith Rowe, we'll talk about him. Um, I think there's an interesting situation developing in international football. We'll talk about that. Uh, World Cup qualifiers, Paolo was in the fetal position, uh, crying because Hey, Cristiano Ronaldo, your dreams sometimes can turn into a nightmare, not going according to plan. We'll see how it goes uh, for Portugal, but we'll talk about the World Cup qualifiers. And then Paolo's weird world of football, which is just Paolo talking about football, actually. 
which is also just the normal stuff we always go through, except now you get to hear it in a segment. And we've got a great graphic in for that. Listen, I feel I need to keep elevating the feature. Yes. Because today I've got three separate stories. What? Not one big story. I've got three snack-sized stories. Yeah. Right? But I feel I need to elevate because that graphic, I've, graphic I've heard of things. you got to keep up. I've heard of things. More is more. We saw Adobe Audition come off the company credit card. Who's buying it? Yeah. It's James. Subscribing. <laughs> He's using the whole Adobe suite. Yes. Okay. Photoshop, Illustrator, Audition. Yes. Final Cut Pro. Is that the Adobe one? Final Cut Pro. That I, I just want to feel like I also know. I'm just glad those are the only subscriptions you saw come off the account. Uh, <laughs> yes. I saw the other ones, James. Yeah. <laughs> Bustymen.com. Yeah. <laughs> but it's always like Lisa's hamburger joint at, uh, at, at three in the morning. Mm. Mm. <laughs> 7,000 rand yeah. for hamburgers. Jeez, oh, like, like, what is Salt Bay doing at, at a burger joint at three at night? Making Steers Burgers, James. Every wife is thinking, my lord, that's an expensive burger. <laughs> Pilot, good to have you in Pop. What's the one gentleman's club? What do they call that? I've heard. I've heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, tires. Oh, it really? Com- it comes off as, as a tire place. Okay, because I know that, that uh, a, one of the late night dance clubs ha- at, a, at a stage had the burger vibe, like like Bob's Burgers or something like that. That's mad. Tires, you can spend. Yeah, I'm with, tires, you. Right? I'm with you. I'm with you. But burgers, everyone knows what burgers. Like, who do you, how do you, how do you justify that to the bank? But they, they vet. I love Wacky Wednesdays. <laughs> they got me. Yeah, I did really. I, mean, I love them. <laughs> Two for one. <laughs> I just had to keep going back. Hey, you, we've all been there. So wacky. We've all been there. Ten, ten Jägermeister's in. He's got, got to get another burger. All right. This is... By the way, if you are with us, please do like, share, and subscribe. Welcome to it. It's the MKT Show on the other side. Cliffcentral.com Don't cry for me, San Marino. No. Hey? No. There are breaking news, by the way, not San Marino, not crying for them, but BBC Sport, who could teach Sky Sports how to have a high-definition logo on your, twi- on your Twitter account. Uh, championship side Derby have been deducted a further nine points after admitting breaches of English Football League accounting rules. It means the club are almost certain to be relegated to League One, and their manager will continue to hang out with his friends at clubs and release photos. I mean, that's not in the tweet. No, it's the subtext, though. Yeah. <laughs> this is a mess. You know, the only person who's actually uh, covered himself in any glory there is Wayne Rooney. Yes. He's been diplomatic. He's tried to do the job. I mean, they had no players to start the season. I think they had nine players. Yeah. First team players to start the season. Uh, it's a disaster. Um, at what point does Mike Ashley come and save them? Oh, Because that's, that's the rumor, right? Is that because... Uh, it's the, the 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 football club and the training ground is like right around the corner from Sports Direct headquarters, and uh, Mike Ashley's kind of got a little bit of extra money right now. Yeah. And the rumours were he was waiting for this for them to be relegated to League One, all time low. Again, another massive massive club that was doing like really good things yeah. under Brian Clough, and um, and others. And now League One. What happened to the American guys? Did they just say, "Nah, this is a mess"? Like, remember they were they they had some guys that stays. The Rams on the way back up. Did they say the championship's wild though? It is. It's so wild because they don't have. I mean, if you think that the fit and proper person's test in the Premier League is a joke, <laughs> the championship is 
because everyone's after the, the quick fix. They yeah. want the pot of gold. They yeah. want the, the holy land of the Premier League. And the amount of lunatics that come into the championship and destroy, like, iconic, historic, grand old English clubs, yeah. break them down and get away with it is outrageous. Who's the Egyptian guy who wanted to change Hull? Yeah. Uh, I forget what his name. He's just yeah. a maverick, just like he's in now. The guys at Cardiff changed their kit to different colors. That's because Ollie had to go. They were like Ollie out. It was... It's, the championship is wild. It and is, there's all these stories like this. But but that's a great point. The championship is like a, a race to the bottom, right? 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100% because your rewards are so high. I mean, if you get it right and you get into the Premier League, even if just for one year, I mean, I mean, you're, you're done. You're done. There's no way you can mess it up. But the amount of people that chase to yeah. try get in there and mess it up. And I think the, the, the championship is currently sitting that 20 of the 20... I think the 24 sides, it's a massive league, yeah. have been in the Premier League. That's insane. How old are we? That's what I'm saying. That's like, what I'm saying. Like <laughs> Nottingham Forest. Or what? They're in League One? Or? They're League I think they're League One. That's so sad. I mean, they were when they came to the Premier League, they were sitting second for most of the season. This is so crazy. Wait, I'm old now. Like 20 of the 24 clubs, I've watched them in the Premier League. It's, it's, a, it's, a, mad, it's a mad number like that. 20 of the 24 championship clubs. Holy smokes. And there's also a handful in, in, in League One. What is going... Hey, but listen, money does do this, right? It's almost like... And history truly does repeat itself. If yeah. you think of the, the days of the gold rush, this is exactly what it is, right? Like human behavior doesn't change. It's yeah. like, oh, they, there's gold to be struck. I don't care who, how. Boom, boom, boom. Let's get in there and hey... People, a couple of people die and they get left in the sh- in the mine shaft, which we didn't construct properly. Who cares? As long as we get our gold, right? And, wow! And, and 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 the championship. What makes it so wild is because the clubs are they really big clubs. Yeah, they fill their stadiums completely sold out. I mean, a lot of people say that the championship is the true English league. The gotcha. Premier League's international. The championships, the true English league. And you can get in there. You can buy clubs for relatively cheap. You know, you can be a millionaire and buy a club in the championship. Don't yeah. be a billionaire. And um, you know what? If you get it right, you're done. You, and you sell it for an absolute fortune. You move on. And I think that's the problem. They don't really care about the club. Yeah. They just want to get into the, the championship, uh, the Premier League. And you see the guys at Leeds did it well. and they so, But they would if that didn't work out, they would have been there. <laughs> no doubt. They don't love Leeds. No, they, they, they do money. not care. Yeah. They love money. Hey, they're not alone. Jan Dandigi says, welcome the nations of sports. And uh, those who know yesterday's England win was not soccer. And why is Maguire scoring for England? What do you think about Harry Maguire doing this one here? Yeah, uh, it's stupid, though. Do, like, Who where's the self-awareness? Yeah. Do, do, like, okay, even if he's feeling the pressure or, or whatever, for him to do the big one? Come on, Harry. To, to who? Come to who? on, His son. own fans? I mean, I can understand if you're playing for Manchester United away yeah. and you do that. You're playing for England at home. Yeah. And you're scoring against minnows. Like, wh- what are you doing, man? Like, like nobody hates you when you're playing for England. G- guys are paying for a meaningless friendly. Exactly. They love watching England. What are you doing? Well, who's that for? Like, I don't know. no, pal. And, and even if he is right, let's just say in a world where, oh, don't be mean to Harry Maguire or whatever, is where's the self-awareness? You're the Manchester United captain, dude. Like, go pick the ball up from the net. Not now. No, no, no. Like, no. like if you were four-time four-time Premier League winning skipper and you had a bad run and people were kind of, I think you can do that and people would go, you know what, Harry, you've never done anything at Man United. At, dude, you're at Manchester United. 
captain. Can't behave. Captain. Oh, yeah. Captain. And you know the funny thing about the timing of doing that? Yeah. It was quite early in the game. There's no guarantee from Harry Maguire you aren't going to drop a bollock later in the game <laughs> and look like an absolute idiot. Yeah. Like, it's just such a stupid thing. But, you know, I, I think it just leads into, you go, why do Manchester United find themselves in these troubles is because there's a collective brain fart through every player in the squad. Ah, oh, Ari. Ari, Ari, Stupid, stupid, stupid. Silly, silly, silly. Tell you what um, I wanted to talk about, though. I mean, speaking of Maguire, obviously they won. That was the other game. They won 10 nil. Do international still mean anything is, what, is something I was thinking. Like, I saw, and I keep seeing these headlines, but like Emil Smith-Rowe, right, got called up. And I was like, okay, you know what, he's playing well. He's, he is playing well, you know. But he's only played 33 games for Arsenal. Why is he being called up? I don't care that it's San Marino and this cycle. Why is he being called up? Like, like, does it not mean anything anymore to be an international? Is it just a vibes thing? Now people are making a thing about Ramsdale. Like, like there was a time when, at the top level, mm. in order to, to take an England jersey or, or whatever, whatever international jersey, friendly, like, to take the jersey off the guy meant, oh, you are now that new guy three, four seasons. But now... I like Emil Smith-Rowe, but he's had half a season, if that. And, and it seems that England caps are like player of the month awards. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it really does seem that. Have a good month in the Premier League, you'll get an England cap. Doesn't make sense. So, so, I'm, not, so I'm not crazy. No, it, it feels too much because the, 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 the international break before it was James Ward-Prowse. Yeah. And before that was, and the, the next one, there'll be somebody else. Yeah. It just seems that this is what England do. There'll probably be another Arsenal youngster. They go, have a good month, you get an England cap. And I understand... England especially have got this kind of club England mentality where yeah. they want to show progression into the first team and the, the roots are open. But I mean, Emil Smith-Rowe, is he going to the World Cup? No, because where does he fit in in a team of world-class number 10s? And, but it's almost like now it's not a reward. No, it's not. It's part of the process. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you got called up, you're in, you're in a top six team, you're English. You're playing regularly, you're playing well, you'll get a, you'll get a go. I was like, I get it. But what what does it serve? And and it's an interesting one. Like Italy don't do that. No, Portugal like, don't do it. Belgium like, don't do it. You got to get Brazil don't do that. No. Like if you get into the Brazil team, and I wonder if that's why England don't win. And because like to get into the Brazil squad, it's murder. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it's murder. If you're not killing it back home, you got to be Neymar. Like it's murder just to get into the squad. I mean, you even look at Richarlison and Rafinha, right? Yeah. We don't really rate like they're good players yeah but they're brazil international suddenly you're going well i must be wrong yeah <laughs> there must be something i don't see yeah they completely change your perception of a player come on guys we can't have Emil smith row now because there's also a thing to it england international Emil smith row yeah. it used to it used to mean something english like england international used to mean john terry i mean you think of a stage and, and we're, we're we're old enough to remember this that ian wright Stan Collymore and Les Ferdinand, three of the premier strikers in the early Premier League, couldn't get into the England team because it was Shearer and Owen. It was just, it was just closed off. That was it. Andy Cole. The guys were scoring week, every week, but they, they weren't guaranteed in the England team because that's, it's, you're not there yet. Yeah, and also, there. treble winning Andy Cole. Not assured of yeah. starting, by the way. Ian Wright. Yeah, the great Ian Wright. Ian Wright was like, had a terrible England career. Where would you put Steve Bruce in the history of uh, like centre-backs in the Premier League? Legend, hey? Yeah, never got capped for England. Once! 
Look, but but you see what you're saying. At the time, the reward was he better than Tony Adams and Martin Keown or Steve Bold? He was he wasn't better than them. No, so there's no chances being given. It it was like those two are the best plus semen behind them. That's that's them. We're not touching that. And I mean, you, you think again of greats like Nigel Winterburn never got in. <laughs> he never. The correct and like listen, people don't know who Nigel Winterburn is. Is that's because Stuart Pearce was a hell of a thing. Yeah. You, you you know and and then for Nigel unfortunately for Nigel like. It just didn't happen for him because you, you. But again, that's what it took to get in. And but I, do I sound like get off my lawn? I'm getting old. Do things just need to evolve? Or sh- I don't know what international football's doing anymore. Perhaps it's just England, eh? I think it is just England, I, and I think what they do skews a lot. And we obviously see a lot of it because we know the players well, and it's our common language. So yeah. We understand the stories and the narratives, and we identify the players because you look across. This doesn't happen in many inter- other international teams. There'll be one or two rarely have to be a surprise to be, be called up. And I think what it creates is, is in England, if you look at England, how many right-backs they got. Yeah. So why what? create such a problem for yourself? Why create that? You know? Yeah. Pitch your tent on Trent or Rhys James or Trippier or Kyle Walker or, you know, <laughs> yeah. pick two. That's it. Yeah. End of story. We may have 10. That's fine. Emil Smith-Rowe, James Ward-Price. No, that's going to be Foden. It's going to be Grealish. It's going to be Sterling. Yeah. Henderson. We're done. 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 The other guy's great. If there's an injury, you get your chance. Yeah. But it just makes the whole thing cheap. It confuses. It gives you a problem you don't need. I can't stand Arsenal fans now, like putting it on on social media as well. You know, like Emil Smith-Rowe's in ahead of Mason Mount kind of thing. Well, there's another Mason Mount. I mean... (laughs) I can't win a Champions League. What did you do? Because now, there's also that. Like... Mason Mount won the Champions League, actively gave the system the final, was crucial in Chelsea, you know, getting to almost a double. Emil Smith-Rowe is the guy kicking a ball for Arsenal. 33 total games he's played, appearances. You know, you know what, actually, maybe, because I always wonder why England do so well in the qualifiers, but then when they get to a tournament, they're a little bit of a damn scope. Yeah. 10-0, 5-0, England walk qualifiers. Yeah. And they hammer teams. Yeah. They don't just win, they hammer. But I suppose that he's got this tactic of, picking informed players yeah. so that they hit the ground running, they're confident, they inform. And when he gets to the tournament, he completely puts a different group of players who might not be informed. I see what you're saying. And yeah. then you're going, well, you've not been in a game situation before. You've not been under this pressure before. You don't get any pressure because you're playing form. Yeah. I mean, England first team should be Sterling, who's badly out of form. Yeah. Should be Foden, who's like, was playing well. But you're going, maybe that's the reason England, when they do hit a tournament... Are like, oh, that's why we struggle because we've not been through pain. Maybe. I, I, I don't hate that. Mbulelo Gavin says Harry Kane benefits from two teams, uh, from teams like San Marino. Uh, they make his stats look pretty. Should maybe change his agent. He should benefit from changing his agent. But Harry says, I'm not changing my agent. I don't know if you saw that. No, I saw that, and he's going to stick with his brother, and that's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, Mario stuck with Luigi, and you see where that ended. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes sticking with your brother doesn't work. Boom, boom. Tito. Tito Jackson. For him. Didn't work out. No, it doesn't work out. Don't always stick with your brother. Don't. No. Don't do it. Do, no. do, do not do it. Go ahead. Harry Kane irritates me, right? The stat padding. No, enough said. Because if this was Ronaldo, yeah. oh my God, people would be all over him. If it was Ronaldo scoring five goals against San Marino, ah, but it's San Marino. You still got to score there. Yeah. But for Harry Kane, no, it's okay. Harry, it's okay. Back in form, the narrative is... Irritates me. Very, very different. Otile Mokhale says, I don't see what Kane was doing in the squad against those teams. 100%. It it is weird that they keep picking him. Like, 
The guy's got, what, one goal the whole season? We're 11 games in. I mean, okay, he's got to play himself into form, I suppose. But, I mean, I, I don't know what these games do for anyone. Uh, Germany, who did Germany get? Germany beat someone seven over the break. Hansi over. Flick, ice face. Ice. One to seven. Yeah. No change. And I think the first, I think they played with, the, half their squad got taken out with COVID. So yeah, yeah, last yeah. minute, they put in a new team. Yeah, Germany's facing it right now. Who does that benefit? And I think it comes out. And, I, and when we get to Portugal, I, I'll, I'll bring this up. I think it comes out in tournaments. I, I don't understand how a team who doesn't suffer in qualifying yeah. understands how to suffer in a tournament. I, I totally got you. Because especially when you get to that last six, like everyone's good in the last eight now. That's it. There's, and you're 2 no down. In a Euro, the last eight, even World Cup, put in Brazil, Argentina. No, there's no difference. Everyone's good. Oh my gosh! Yeah, they, they do need to change that. Now, speaking of international football, because I, I I find that a laugh. Did you see? I mean, people say we never talk about South African football. Oh my god! Are you joking? Did what? you see? Did you see that? First of all, the penalties. Are, we're laughing, right? With that penalty, I don't know if you saw it. Yeah. Did you see the offside? No, it's 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 clown show. It is. <laughs> What's the latest? I mean, I know they they appealed. But what is appealing, man? Guys, like where's VAR? Well, I mean, that's that's a ridiculous thing. And, and I think in this World Cup, I mean, again, Portugal, also a team, there wasn't VAR to start with. Then they put VAR halfway through. You've got to have a standard. If you're going to put the thing in, put the thing in. <laughs> that was bad, eh? That, no, that was listen, terrible. But what do you do with a guy like that, that ref? I mean, that's egregious. That, I mean, that's like brown envelope stuff. I'm not saying they did. It, it does feel like that because, I mean, like everybody thinks their team gets cheated, right? Yes. And in the heat of the moment, oh, the ref robbed us. But every now and again, you see something and you go, my God, that is dodgy as hell. I mean, I'd be angry my pub team Sunday yeah. if they give that offside. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? The, the, the hungover linesman gives that one. I go, come on, pal. Oh. You know, we're giving him the big one from behind the, the metal fence. They have to have a club football now. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? Like, I'm probably throwing my pie at him back in the day. But that's, that's supposed to be our advert to the world. Like, Patrice Mazepa is sitting there going, yep. what have I done? Maybe Not I should good. go home. Not good. Yeah, not good at all. Um, to Paolo's point, Robin Badger here. Uh, by the way, you can comment on YouTube. Robin says, sticking with your brother is always a disaster. Now, that's rather... I feel like that's a very anecdotal. Uh, uh, yeah, I feel there's a lot behind that little... If, if you're listening to this, yeah. there was a little laughy face, little yes. te- lots of tears, that one. Um, there's, a, there's a lot behind that, Robin. Now, I think it's... You know, it's important to highlight. Robin says sticking to your brother... Or with your brother is a disaster because that sounds very much about Robin's brother. Yeah. So I don't want to say every brother. No. Because then that also, what about me now? Because I'm a brother. Right. You know? And I'm also using brother in the sense that white people use it because yeah, not- black people, brother, uh, yeah. bruh. You know what I mean? James, James, you got, James you, you're a very liberal person. You hang out across the board. You know, white people, Indian people. James is very much vibes and just about people. His you know? generation doesn't see color. Oh, Rainbow Nation. Yeah, Rainbow Nation. It, it he's, is true. He's Rainbow Nation. It's true. But I mean, you do get, it, it must be very confusing for a lot of white people. I don't care how young you are. You will meet black friends and they'll go, oh, this is my brother. And then you kind of have to get the full dossier and the whole explanation. But actually, the guy's like a third cousin adopted by a next door neighbor when he was three. And he just says, yeah, this is my brother. Because black people, as soon as you're related, it's my brother, it's my sister. It's also a great handy tactic if you are cheating on your lady and they catch you out, you're just like, oh, it's my sister. Heard that a lot. 
I'm not saying that's just black people you do that. <laughs> <laughs> you got him. You got James. <laughs> Caught him off guard. <laughs> I'm not saying you're cheating, James. I'm just telling you stuff that I know from inside the game. Look after it. In the inside of the game, you say. Yeah, because sometimes you do get caught. Maybe, you know, sort of juju vibes and he pitches up. And you with a female confidant, you, you might try and fake it. You can say it's my sister. Tough if you are mixing the paint, though. Although, having said that, Ryan, uh, who is part of our team, does have a black sister. So that would be a whole situation. It would be very difficult for me and you, James. Imagine you were a lady, Caucasian skin. God, how long have I been away? Oh, <laughs> what do you mean? That's news to me about Ryan. Ryan having a black sister. I didn't know that either. I'm not going to lie to you. No, it's because you guys don't care about anyone but yourselves. No, See, I, I, I care about everybody on this team. I, I, like, I want to know who I'm working with, their, their real life. You guys, you're just a bunch of selfish bastards. When, when, did you, when did you find this out? Very early on. Well, actually, having said that, I, I called Ryan immediately. I did say, and James, you can confirm this. Immediately when I met Ryan, I said, this is the blackest man in this room. It's true. That was I found that immediately because Ryan is all swag. He's smooth. He's story. got the swag game. I mean, every single type of Kobe sneaker shirt mm-hmm. you can get. You should see him today. He, black and white checked. Black shoes. But everything's black and white. Oh yeah. I oh, know he's. He looks like I need to turn the adjust the saturation or something. <laughs> what do you call it? He looks like a filter that I put on one of my photos. No, he's unbelievable. No, right? he's done it. Either his mask is even black. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. so no, but Face Ryan's full on. He's. Yeah. He's fully committed to the game and the culture. And then he broke to me that, but, but he didn't like, oh yeah, my sister. And I, I forget what her name is, but I was like, hmm, now that is not a Caucasian name you are saying there. Could you explain that? And then he's like, yeah, now I've got a black sister. So that would put Ryan in a situation as well. Imagine, and I mean, we, we do know he's actively trying to go from single to it's complicated. Imagine if the lady he starts dating, because <laughs> you, you don't introduce your family immediately. Like I know white people... PSA, actually, this is a good moment as we're about to go to a break. Dear white people, stop introducing your girlfriend or boyfriend to your family immediately. It makes it very awkward when you break up after a month and a half. Learn a lesson. Take a lesson from black people. No, but that's... No, 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 no. Go ahead. So that's a select few. Whoa. Okay. What are you saying there? Because I feel like there could be a lot of things you're saying. What are you saying? What has triggered you there by what I said? Um... I don't know how to word this. Uh, it's it's not every white person that within the first week or month or whatever is like, hey, mom and dad, here's my girlfriend or boyfriend named Jonathan or Jessica or Mark or Kyle or whatever it is. How long? How long with your current lady did it take for you to go on holiday with your family? Um, just over a year, actually. Okay, so let me let me explain to you with black people. Even that's too short. Can Can I interject? No, as please well? do. I'll interject. No, please because do. Because as a Portuguese person, <laughs> yes, I would also like to say that a year, a holiday, yes, a year, you haven't even uttered your girlfriend's name in the house, chief, right? So there's Preach a couple parlor. of scenarios, right? So Portuguese, we like to keep it for the culture. Yeah, you know, we're not no. going too far wide. We the, like to keep yeah, it. Yeah, Daniela. So there, there will always be. Daniela. <laughs> right. There'll always be, I'm not going to say arranged, but there'll always be rumors that so and so likes so and so. There'll be certain functions that they'll be, but yeah. they're not dating it. There's always rumors, but nobody knows, yes. right? It'll take you a year to openly talk to her at a family gathering, right? Openly talk. Got you. Right? Yes. It'll take the family, there'll be family functions for another year or two. 
you're probably not going on holiday with a Portuguese girlfriend probably for about 16 years. Yeah. I still minimum. haven't been on holiday <laughs> with my wife and my <laughs> yeah, family. Yeah, he's no. been married and you produced a beautiful child. You, you, you know, you, you just never know. So, so straight a year, holiday. But you see, James thought, this? James thought he had me trapped. See, wow. here's the thing, James. Even, and it's so important for white people to hear this, Portuguese people are a subsect on their own. Because I've always believed uh, black people, Portuguese people, because we play soccer together from around the age of six, and Portuguese people also have a different vibe. They're also on the hip-hop and the hairstyle and the swag and I'm the DJ. Always get a Portuguese mate. <laughs> certified he has the bangers. He's got a, an uncle who works in Ibiza who sends him the original tracks you're looking for. He rocks up. Hey, hey, Marco. Yeah, Marco tell you. Yeah, no, I our, our friend Donato. Yeah, we, we've got a guy like this. Yeah. We're a mutual friend. No, he's my that's, guy. That's what exactly what he does. Yeah. Yeah. So get a Portuguese. Shout out Donato De Silva. Great guy. Great guy. Great guy. Great so handsome, that guy. Oh, my God. That guy's gorgeous. He's too handsome. He's outrageously handsome. And guys, just... stop talking about me while I'm in the room. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This, this guy. All right. PSA. Black people have something to teach you. And I'm going to tell you now. It is so important that you know this. In a black household, you don't get to meet the person until you put a ring on it. Because, you, 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 by the way, just so you know how dating... Because you're never dating, by the no, way, in a black household. Dating. There's your friend. And your friend, we don't want to see him at the gate. We, he mustn't... He doesn't exist. <laughs> you go around the corner, right? You go around the corner and you'll meet them there. Because if your father dares, especially with daughters... Folks, I know white guys know how we're living in that time. Oh, Tandy so hot. It's the Rainbow Nation. Cool. <laughs> Welcome to the circle. We're going to mix the paint. <laughs> <laughs> but let me just tell you something Her father must not see you Until you're serious There's none of that uh, How's it Mr. Joby Lani <laughs> Don't do that No don't, don't come there Wearing your Kaiser Chief shirt Trying to be for the culture It's not happening White people don't do that Don't do it <laughs> It's going it's to end messy for you Because the, the problem is now Black people sound They have my little Woolworths accent And now you think Oh, they, no, like Tony's just like me. That's fine. What are you doing, Mister Kamala? Yeah, I'm going to Nick Kamala's house. Yeah, mom, we dating. I, I love her. Yeah, all right, just be careful, Ryan. Okay. Yo, how's it? Uh, how's it? Uh, Sipo, yeah, and that's the dad. <laughs> Please be aware, white people. At least three years. If you're a dude, you're into Tandy around the corner until there's movement. Yeah. Rosebank, meet at Rosebank. Until there's movement in terms of. Cows now, me too. Or something you're showing in serious intentions. Please don't move with James's energy of, oh, ma, I really like her. I really like her. I want to go on holiday. <laughs> it's because people don't have black dads. So anyway, you're welcome. I feel like I've done a great That's service. That's a good PSA. Nice. Uh, Neil Kylander says, please can I sponsor you a Liverpool scarf for that table? You can burn the other two. No. I like Neil. Neil, Neil can stay forever and ever. Amen. I like Neil. Neil, here's the thing. I've, I was raised in a Christian home. Now, I'm not so Christian myself, but that's not the point. But you can go straight to hell with what you're saying. Wow. Wow, <laughs> no. no. People might say you should back your listeners, but I, I got to, the, the thing about this show is I'm going to be honest, right? But, but Neil does raise a good point. Why are there only two flags accounting for? So, so this was part of the takeover, as you'll recall. Yeah. Is that part of our infiltration, we bought in a Manchester United scarf. 
I don't disagree with Neil. Yeah. Because I actually, oh, I've got a box of things for this desk that I need to bring in. Fantastic things. Now, I just want to interject there, James. I'm not sure how long we've been hearing no, that. I know. And I mean, I if we're going to talk oh, about wow. it, all right, maybe we should talk about it on the other mm. side because it's it's kind of like, you, you know, when there's a divorce on the no. brink and you mm. keep saying, I'm going to change. No. Yeah. I feel like you're still mm. sleeping with the next door neighbor, but you say you're going to change. And I saw you guys. And I know it's your personal train. Okay, all right. Like this is the MKT show. Paolo's triggering me right now. When uh, you come back in, have that camera looking at me, disappointing. <laughs> Lee, disappointed. No, the camera should be disappointed at you. Yeah. No. And there it is. There it is. Saturated. Not a liar, but somebody who is wrestling the truth and trying to bend it. I'm not saying liar. I'm saying at this stage, the evidence is compelling the other way. It's the MKT show. You should only ever have one milkshake. Now, a lot of people say, why would I say that? Is that people get greedy. And two milkshakes, not only do you get a sugar rush, no one needs that much dairy in them. No, it's going to be a mess. That's going to play all kinds of havoc with you. You know, and it's fun now. Yeah. Oh, milkshakes, great. There's so many types of milkshakes. Yeah. I mean, go anywhere and try to have a strawberry or chocolate milkshake. What is that? Yeah. We've got banana, banoffel. It's true now. Oreo, Snickers. And it's like 70 rand. It's like, but I just want, like at the steer, I just want a milkshake. Yeah, yeah. Then you have two. I mean, it's sounding like our forks up in there. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yondandigi says, um, so you can comment on YouTube. By the way, if you're with us, like, share, subscribe. If you're watching this post, Please do leave a comment below, whatever it may be. You, you know, whatever you're up to, we'd love to know. Uh, Jan Dandigi says, you mm. can only put that Liverpool stupid scarf once they win the league again. And we all know that is uh, that is only going to be in the next 30 years. Gloves uh, off. It, it, this is real talk. Gloves are off. That's why James feels he needs to pick some bones. Yeah. Now, James, you want to put your bone in this and then pick it. I'm not sure if I said that right. I think that may need a little bit of rewording. Oh, okay. Um, I don't want to put my bone in in anything. James, I see you've gone naked Mike guy now, hey? Naked gun, good movie. I've done what? That, that mic usually has a pop filter on it, but today, no pop filter, huh? Yeah. Okay. I don't know what to say. That's <laughs> a technical thing, right? Good knowledge. Yeah. Because, you know, those not in the biz actually have real jobs. Yeah. It's a pop filter is that little thing that you put over your microphone to prevent... Yes. Yes. Bees. Welcome. How's my popping? Yes. Some guys hate it when you pop. (laughs) They they, oh, your P's and F's and. But James is running. I mean, he's running raw back there. But uh, yeah, a little loose, little loose cannon there. He's going raw back. One too many drinks. She takes you home. uh, Oh no! Child outside of wedlock. I, I apologize if I pop. Yeah. No, you should say that, especially if it's going to be the child's going to be out of wedlock. You see, his mic technique's good. It is quite good. James, yeah. Not swallowing the mic. He's talking. Yeah, so so he won't pop. Good mic technique, James. Thank you. So pick pick yonder's bones. (laughs) Okay, whoa. Okay, so. But why? Why so hostile? Okay, the teams that are currently on the list, 
to be hated on at this very moment are Arsenal, Man United, yes. Portugal. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, but, you, but, but you're City. just telling us your list. I mean, no, but this is the general list of who's being trolled the most at the moment on on the socials, right? Why why are we trolling Liverpool? Now, you know what I mean? Like like we've done nothing wrong. We beat Man United 5-0 this season. We've done our thing. Like why 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 are we being attacked? This is what happens when you're on the perch, right? Mm. If you want to sit up there as the top dog, the top dogs get shot at. That's the way it works. Neil Normally says, by inferiors. Neil says Yonder needs to figure out his life situation. <laughs> no, that's because uh, Neil's in his fields, like you. Now, Yonder may be using something which football fans hate. It's called numbers and evidence. The last time you won a title was 30 years spaced out to the one title you have. So if you go with the evidence, you might say, oh, no, it's going to be another 30 years because of the evidence, if you know what I mean. So it's not really trolling if it's... It's true. It's true. true. So that's also a thing. Have you thought about that, James? Or do you just want to stay in the corner where you're thinking, I love Liverpool. I won't hear anything bad. I just like, just because it happened once after 30 years doesn't mean it'll, it'll do it again. Oh, so you're suggesting maybe 60 years then from the, I know what you thought you were saying. So you're thinking, oh, let's push it right out because now Newcastle are unbelievable, right? Chelsea came along when Arsenal had Arsene Wenger. Oh no, that's extending things. Blackburn came along, obviously, for like 15 minutes with the richest club. That pushed out the thing. So you're thinking, oh, wow, Newcastle. Aston Villa are probably, what, the third, fourth, fifth richest club in the league. So now they might push it out. So you're thinking, what, 45 years, huh? Is that what you're saying? Oh. No, I was, I, was going, I was going the opposite direction. That's brutal. I'd like to yes. think we'll have a new studio by then. And uh, yeah, in 45 years' time, cannot assure that we'll even have a, a... Hey, I may change teams by then. So that's brutal, James. 45 years... For another title, you hate to hear it. Leicester and Blackburn with noisier fans. That's that's all Oof. I'm saying. Leicester and Blackburn. What Liverpool fans? Yeah, because you got one title. Fans. Got one title. Just okay. you, you know, in terms of Premier League success, you are essentially not essentially. You are quite literally, as Paul is saying, Blackburn and Leicester do have exactly the same amount of titles and Look, did win it before you. In in my opinion, we're just uh, currently um, five times greater than Man United. Just so, five yeah, it's times. The, it's the, just the five. European trophy thing. No, I got, I got what you said. So, so, I mean, even if you say... Well, we're actually on six European trophies see, now. You like to discredit it. Yeah. Because you go, well, the majority of those were won when you're mm. playing against plumbers yeah, yeah, and yeah. bakers. Yeah. And Manchester United also won one then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plumbers yeah. and bakers. Yes. But if you discredit that, then it's two on two. Pro- professional, in the professional era. In the yeah. professional era. Chelsea have two as well. Lost in the final. I was there in Luzhniki. It was raining. Could have been three. I mean, if there was there was some substance to that argument, they so literally that would be the called case. different competitions. No, no, no. The, the <laughs> one, they, the they one, there was count no them as the same trophy. There was substance there. So, but James, here's what you're not allowed to do in a grown-up <laughs> argument: is like, hey, it's the, my house is fi- my house is on fire, uh, or, or like, hey, James, you set my house on fire. No, don't worry about that. You must see how Bitcoin's doing. You don't get to do that. <laughs> You know, there is nothing grown up about Liverpool United arguments. Nothing. No, not nothing. At all. And it has to stay there. Oh way. my God! There is nothing. I have seen grown men. Yeah. And I'll name them. Yeah. Another friend of ours, John Mark. Oh. Grown man, a lawyer. No, no, and John Mark is right. 
He's hysterical on top of being a lawyer. I can't believe... Descends into a, a mindless, childish moron yeah. when it comes to discussing Manchester United Liverpool. My, myself, as well. And right, that's the way football should be. That's the way well. it should be. There it's is the, no adult argument. Yeah, I don't, I, listen, I don't want the same people who are, I, I consider fellow fans raising my daughter or no, son one day. Not at all. It is an unreasonable place to be. So yeah, James, you, you've done a terrible job convincing me that you and Neil, actually, because I'm considering putting you, you and Neil in the same thing and saying... Both of you guys, I tell you what, it's probably cheaper if I just buy a group package for you guys to go straight to hell. I just get a group package for you guys, like a Kentucky package, send you guys straight down to hell if you if you want to put a Liverpool scarf here. Tell you what, you're the do I need a, do Champions I need a visa? this year. Do I, do I need a visa to go to... Oh. At Kentucky's, you don't need visa. You just was... need like venereal disease inoculations. Yeah. <laughs> the, what, you know what would be a great idea? Like a new show, Liverpool Love-In. <laughs> okay, and you do it at like at midnight and get all the Liverpool fans in here, get yes. like three or four, yeah. but they've got to talk close into the mic. Oh, uh, yes. Oh, I'm so in my feels about Yogi. Oh, Hendo. <laughs> 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 I'm making myself feel so dirty. <laughs> no, what awesome. show would that be? Liverpool be, love it because they love each it'd other. It would be good content. Oh, my God. They, but they can... Uh, you can say whatever you want in Liverpool loving, yes. but it has to be low into the mic. Uh, James, show, show us how you'll do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, what, what, how we would do this? Like, like, yeah, low like, into the mic, yeah. That's it. Close in. Like, imagine Trent crosses the ball. You can, say, you can say anything because you're Liverpool loving. So no one can argue with you, but you've got to be in the field. Trent Alexander-Arnold. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> That was one word. You imagine that for an hour. Oh my god. Oh my gosh. Was that a good step? Oh my gosh. Do it again. Do it again. Say you'll never walk alone. Uh, What what emotion are we trying to capture here? No emotion. Just really close into the mic. You'll never walk alone. Ever. Not even once. That's Ever. Hot. Hey? That's hot, dude. I think we uncovered something here. It could be OnlyFans. Okay. It well, can be on OnlyFans. So Liverpool loving, hey? Liverpool loving. Get Liverpool fans and no one can argue with them. They can just talk Liverpool. You can say whatever you want, but it has to be in a hushed tone over the mic. That's hot. I'm already into it. I, I, like, I don't need any convincing after what I've just heard there, James. Absolutely incredible. Man, wow. Neil Kylander. Like Highlander, but Kyle. You and James go straight to hell unless we're doing <laughs> Liverpool loving. Maybe, maybe you two can do uh, loving from hell. You know what I mean? Uh, um, what the the show? Yeah. Um, ah, James, what do you know? You're going to hell. Who cares what you just, think? Just let me know if I need a visa or. Who cares? <laughs> you, you're going to hell. I mean, who, who cares? There's probably a tough border to patrol. I mean, oh, it is boiling here. Guys, probably always thirsty all the time. I don't know what it's like in hell. I've never been there. I mean, I have, in fairness, I have been to Krugersdorf, so I do kind of know. Uh, I, was one, I was wondering, I was wondering which one you're going to call hell. I was thinking, yeah, yeah, never going to, never going to uh, Krugersdorf again. I'll just get everything uh, delivered. Uh, Paolo, I, I do want to take you to the pits of hell right now. Um, not sure if you watch any football, international football, real thing. Scotland, obviously, turning it around. They beat Denmark, who uh, Christian Eriksen obviously used to play for, yep. but Christian Eriksen is fine. I just need to make that very clear. Is that Christian Eriksen is fine. He, he has not died. We don't need to keep talking about him. Uh, he is on his way back. He'll be fine. He's got a pacemaker. Uh, England won 10 Just kind of spoken about that. And then a guy who plays for Fulham. Uh, Mitrovic did the business against Portugal. 
Cristiano Ronaldo doing the crying face emoji. Um, I'm Latin. I'm an emotional guy. I think this one here. You know, <laughs> no, I got that one. Yeah, the Latin guy. Right. Latin guys do do the emotional one incredibly well. Latin guys do the. I'm crying, but it doesn't look soft because I kind of look soft with the hair thing no, better than saying. anyone. Like it looks weird when, like, if Harry Maguire cried, it will look weird. Yeah, it's just not working for him. Yeah, like, but Bruno crying, like mm. the hair, olive skin, dark features. No, just like. That's definitely a guy from what are the soaps called? Uh, the the oh the telenovela telenovela guy. Oh, I love crying. those. I love He's those. He's just got kit on. Yeah, I love so those. So Cristiano Ronaldo was going to go full on. Um, Mitrovic has crushed your heart, huh? How how <laughs> how a team with so many players based in England are not aware of what that guy can do? Yeah, I mean that guy is just he's just violence. Absolutely, I love a player who's not good enough for the Premier League but too good for the Championship. Happens all the time. You know, I love players like the Craig Bellamy effect. It wasn't Craig Bellamy; it was Darren Huckabee actually. Huckabee, yeah, yeah Huckabee. Yeah. Bellamy did it a while for mm. at Newcastle, Newcastle, and Man City for a bit. So yeah, it's actually Huckabee. Yeah, Darren Huckabee. I, I lo- and Mitrovic falls right into that. That's exactly it. Yeah, yeah. And now Portugal. That's Cristiano Ronaldo. If you're not with us, Portugal could miss out, and they've definitely missed out on automatic qualification, right? Is now they've got to go through like a playoff, and but the new system's murder. So this whole thing's a, a, a mess. And let me start on Portugal. And I actually spoke about it, I think even two weeks ago, about Manchester United's problem with Ronaldo. Yeah. And I said that up until the Euro, uh, Portugal's coach had figured out a way of playing that got the best out of Ronaldo, but it meant that the other players had to play within themselves, right? So if Ronaldo wasn't going to do it, it kind of wasn't going to happen, right? But you had success out of it. But like happened at Real Madrid, like happened at Juventus, and like happened at Manchester United after 10 games, is that the other players, instead of playing in a system within themselves to help Ronaldo, they stopped taking responsibility, Yeah. right? And it's preposterous to me, and and the coach is getting a lot of blame, but I kind of think it's unfair to put it all on him because even taking off Portuguese goggles, right? In if you had to say who are the top ten players in the Premier League right now, yeah, Bruno, Bernardo Silva, Ruben Dias, Jacques Cancelo. Bernardo Silva is the best player in the Premier right? League right now. Yeah, those are the top ten. Yeah, okay. Even even you can take out Bruno Fernandes, but then you still got to have a conversation about Jota, Ronaldo, Bruno Fernandes. Never mind the guys in other leagues. No, no, no. Hold on. What about Diaz? What did I not say him? No, well, I didn't hear it. But he's worldy. Is that well, because so, you yeah, want so, to be the, the only Diaz we talk? No, about? no, no, no. I, 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 I love it, and I don't like that he wears Ruben on the back of his shirt. It upsets me. I also don't like that. Yeah, because then so, you could get the shirt, and then yeah, hey, okay. sorry, I got to call you out on the Latin guy thing as well. What's with Latin guys, like especially South African Portuguese people? Why do they get their own name on the shirt? It's yeah. a, like Roberto, number seven. A grown man shouldn't have a name on the back of their shirt. <laughs> well, look, it feels look. like when you went to school and kept your name in your underpants. Yeah, I got you. Roberto on his mm. shirt. Seven. No, I know Cristiano Ronaldo. Dude, I've been watching football since I was... Yeah, like, I What know. are we doing with Roberto? I know, it's weird. Yeah. It's weird. Jean-Luc or whatever. Come you on, guys. Anyway. People do that. No, Total no. Sports saw them coming this <laughs> year. Uh, um, and you shouldn't be, even if you are... And I think it's a broader football thing. Yeah. Of going, why are these players who are so intelligent, yeah. obviously intelligent men, well-coached, sit in a game... Where you need a draw, why are you dropping further and further and further back? Where the coach is saying, get up, get up, get up. And players cannot take it upon themselves to go, hold on a second. Why can I not change this game? And we know why. Mm. Because when the whole thing falls down and the coach gets fired, they go, well, 
I'm just doing what he told me to do. Yeah. You know, you don't want to be the guy that wasn't listening to the coach. You don't want to be the guy that changes things on the field. Yeah. But if you look at your real, truly world-class football leaders, th- those guys did it. Yeah. Keane and Beckenbauer and uh, Henri used to do it and Xavi and Iniesta, Carlos Puyol, they did it. Yeah. They did it. Right? They don't care what the coach says. Lampard and Drogba and Terry used to do it. Yeah. And they had a superb manager. And, and it just upsets me so much when you see players going, oh, well, you know, and they can't identify it and fix it. And now Portugal are in trouble. This new playoff system. <laughs> I'm going to read it for you. Let me read it for you. <laughs> Let's get I'll into it. I pulled it up specifically, right? Yeah. This is from Sky Sports, but they've taken it from FIFA. The winners of each group automatically go, right? Now there's three more teams from Europe. Three places yeah. out of 12 teams, <laughs> right? They're doing the draw on the 26th, happens the 24th. <laughs> the 10 group runners-up, of which Italy is also one of them now, oh boy, are joined by the two best winners from the 2021 Nations League overall ranking that have neither qualified directly oh as group God. winners nor entered the playoffs already. Yeah. So you must know how far down the tier you're going, right? Oh, my God. This, you, now you understand how I, far I down you. the tier we're going. I just got it as right? you were saying it, yeah. They now, those 12, get drawn into uh, four groups of three. <laughs> they play each other yeah. in the group. The two winners of those games play each other. And then eventually you end up with three teams and those three go. But you've got to play Euros to get into the World Cup Basically. Now. So you're going to go to a group of four. You play against you play a game against the other team, other team. The two winners of those two games play each other. The winner of that game goes through. That is a nightmare qualifying scenario. Nightmare. So listen, what? It is a nightmare qualifying scenario. Currently through, and this was updated yesterday. So Portugal, Scotland, Italy, Russia, Sweden, Poland, Wales, North Macedonia. What if you get Sweden and? We could technically get Italy. I don't know how this. I know Portugal are seeded. Now this is World Cup seeding, so Italy like, could like not be seeded. What if you get Sweden and Poland? I mean, you could end up in a group of Portugal, Turkey, Sweden, Poland, right? And that is not a guarantee. Sweden or it's, it's a nightmare. It is a nightmare qualifying, and that's not just Portugal. Portugal, Italy have got themselves in a nice mess as well, yeah. They're the European champions. Imagine the European champions the are not at the World Cup. The past two European champions. Oh my gosh. Have got themselves into a beautiful, beautiful mess. This is a nightmare of a qualifying. Did you watch the Serbia game? Yeah, it was w- terrible. W- when was it again? Sunday. Sunday night, oh, 10 o'clock. no. I and mean, you know, it was the first time uh, Portugal's national teams played in front of a stadium, full stadium for two years. Scored within second minute. Where were they? Dragao or? Estadio de Luz. Um, Benfica's ground. Spiritual home. We've yeah. had so many good moments there. And it just, we were never in the game. Just never, ever, ever in the game. And you're watching players and you see Joao Cancelo and Bernard Silva and Bruno Fernandes got dropped. And you're going, these are not the players I see. What is happening? And it's just this trend. And I think about Ronaldo at the end of it going, I'm 36 years old, 37 in two months' time. I'm playing for this? Yeah. For this club side and this is what's happening in my national team? I could have left on a high in 2016. Just go to Man City. So I feel for him because he goes, what the hell am I playing for? This is a nightmare scenario. I, <laughs> at this stage, now there's big talks about changing the manager or whatever. The playoffs are only in March. And I think the broader picture about this World Cup being in December, it's a long time if you're holding on, right? Yeah, I got you. 
Like, I think it's it's definitely a little bit too long for Portugal's coach. Too long for Roberto Martinez. Maybe even too long for Gareth Southgate. I think those managers who maybe just get Deschamps, yeah. maybe him even too long. It just... It's just getting a little bit worn. A little tired, here. Eh? And to hold on for a whole year is really stretching it. Wow. I, I mean, Tracy Bard has a question, right? And she has a statement. But I, I, we can go out with this. Is <clears throat> Cristiano Ronaldo is not the problem. Do you think Portugal would be better without him, though? Would they play better? There's always been that question around it, and you do see it. And I think it's a responsibility thing. Yeah. And I don't think Ronaldo demands it. No. I think no. he demands everyone to be better. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. I think we've all played in teams, and you are probably the guy in your team, where somebody is so much better than anyone else. Yeah. You do eventually just wait for them to do it. Yeah. You know? No, and no. and he, Ronaldo's got his own gravitational pull. It, it's not... He doesn't need to even be a terrible person. No. Also, it, it's tough to say what Cristiano Ronaldo would mean to a Bernardo Silva. Like, yeah. like it's very hard to have the sensei and the master and Bernardo just unleashes, right? Yeah. Like, it's tough. In the, it's almost like, think of it as a father-son relationship. Like, I don't care how well you do in your career if you've got a father and you have a relationship with him. Whenever you come home and it's his house, little things like who sits at the head of the mm. table, I know it doesn't seem like a thing, but your Ronaldo is just... I wonder, because if you were to unleash Bernardo and Bruno and Cancelo and now, I don't know if that... Some of its parts or that team, you know, which one do you want? Because Ronaldo, obviously, Apex. Take him out. Mm. Does it make the group better? Because Tracy Bard is saying any team that includes Ronaldo, the other players in the team need to be complimentary to him, not the other way around. Think Chicago Bulls when Michael Jordan played. Same thing. Listen, again, that era of basketball, and I I do like what uh, Tracy's saying, but it's a little bit different. Basketball is only six people or five people, and... He gets to have the ball in his hands. Cristiano Ronaldo cannot play the other end. And, and, and we actually made the, the, the sort of comparison the other day of something great that I heard on ESPN, where they said, in basketball, you elevate yourself to the strengths of your best player. Yeah. In football, you're only as strong as your weakest player. So it is kind of different. You can, you can get the ball through Michael Jordan constantly. Yes. Constantly, and you'll maximize doing that. Yeah. Where football is not ex- 100% same the way they play. But I mean, I take the point. Is but it goes wrong when the other players stop taking their own response when they stop being Scotty Pippen yeah when they stop being Horace Grant that's where it goes wrong man the, this is you know it is a bit of a situation now because inside Jacques Cancela knows he's the best wing back I believe in world football right now no doubt. but what I've got to play at volume four not because I like that Ronaldo guy man like I can't whip it in because he's well because. You know, you watch Jacques Cancelo likes ending up weirdly in a centre-forward position. Yeah. And suddenly, but Ronaldo's always there. And Jota gets dropped because Jota likes going to the right. and But that's where Ronaldo wants to be. And Bruno Fernandes is learning, okay, I also like being the, uh, to the left. Yeah. And Bruno Fernandes goes, I also like to be there. Oh, wait, now Ronaldo's there. And yeah, Bernard Silva, who's been the best player in the Premier League this season. For sure. He's playing as a winger. That guy should be in the middle. Everything should go through him. Is Ronaldo undroppable? Oh, yeah. Of course. He's undroppable. Eh? He is. Nobody. Who, who drops Ronaldo? Because oh. you know what? In a crunch game, yeah. this is the one game Ronaldo doesn't score the last minute winner. Nine other games he does. So, so when do you know it's not that game? You know what's terrible? And I think we'll end on this, is that United and Arsenal notice something. Is you should. It's so difficult an idol like Ronaldo comes around. 
you've got to kick him out. Uh, Bill Belichick continued the dynasty at the New England Patriots because Belichick always says this. I want to kick you out a year before. I don't mind if you go yeah. to perform a year somewhere else I would, than a year late. Like, I know, he, I know he's Cristiano Ronaldo. I, I believe he's one of two of the greatest players of all time, possibly the greatest sportsman of all time. But Portugal need to be in control when Ronaldo goes. But unfortunately, it's too late now. Is that like, like Didier Deschamps is the best at it. Oh, I'll, I will, I will cut you. Like, Fergie, brilliant. Beckham went and performed. Stunned, still went and rocked. Not here, guys. Yeah. And that's how you actually keep a dynasty rolling. You saw the mistake at Chelsea. AVB couldn't do it because he wasn't allowed to shunt Terry out yeah, and yeah. shunt Lampard out and shunt where there was. So it's difficult. You've let Ronaldo unleash too much now. He's the king now. You should have kicked him out four years but ago. If, if Ronaldo's too big for Manchester United, which he is, yeah, he is bigger than Manchester United. You've got to know he's bigger than the Portuguese Football Federation. Oh boy, a tiny, tiny, tiny federation. Oh boy, nobody there, and nobody there kicks him out. Nobody there drops him. Because um, it's an ugly conversation to have. Like, how? I, I, I don't think it's a hot take to say. Yeah. I genuinely would like to see Portugal for six games without Cristiano Ronaldo. Because I think they might be better, especially with these players on this form. Like, um, like, yeah. If you unleash Bernardo and now Cancelo's going mad and Diaz is holding it and, down and, and, the and there's a kid at AC Milan, Rafael Leal. Let me tell you about this kid. Uh-huh. I mean, that is genuine. That is genuine, genuine talent. Um, but he won't get a chance to center forward. He's, he's a true modern number nine, but but doesn't get to play it. Jimbo, let's get a poll going. Uh, Ronaldo in, Ronaldo out. Uh, or Lazito Land. <laughs> it's the MKT show. Not the racist MKT show. Central.com. Almond milk. Almond milk in your coffee. It doesn't matter how good the beans are. Like, I'm tired of saying it now. Almond milk. You have to, have to. Uh, you, you, listen, you could get the best from Nicaragua. If you don't, if you use just normal full cream, you might as well actually just be drinking mud. I'm glad you brought up coffee. Oh. My God. Peek behind the curtain. Oh, yeah. there we go. People. What is it now? You know, Mbaleto talks about his coffee. I do. Right? Yes. He and I having a chat the other day. Yep. And he's brewing. He's pumping. He's stirring. He's doing all Grinding. the things. Grinding. Grinding. All yep. the things. He offers me some of his coffee. Yeah. This is Ethiopian. Was it Ivory Coast? Ivory Coast. Ivory yeah. Coast. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want Premium. Some? Premium like, Arabica. Yeah. I'm like, listen, I know this stuff's going to be good. And he talks about it. Yeah. Single origin. Oh, God. Gave me some of this stuff. <laughs> my God. Yeah. There was not a part of my soul that wasn't shaking. I saw through time. <laughs> like, I saw through to 2032. My God, that is a strong stuff. It makes sense why you're up at like three in the morning and yeah. why you sleep for two hours. <laughs> I have never. Yeah. And the come down is hard, my man. Because oh, yeah. You're obviously having it. Yeah. And you're replenishing. That's it. I had it Sunday. Um, 
that crash is bad. Still, you're still buzzing. Hey? But you got some good stuff. That stuff is because you had to go and see family after that as well. Were you like wired now? I was, you you know, and I was trying to flush myself from the caffeine, trying yeah. to drink water, but it had nowhere to go. It had entered my DNA. It had gone to my <laughs> my chromosomes. So we did we didn't get. <laughs> It was fantastic stuff, but we did get a message from Paolo on the group, on the group message saying though, and I remember saying, like, I'm quite aware how strong that stuff is, like, because this is like the premium, premium, premium stuff, proper, 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 and I was like, yeah, Paolo, you can water it down if you want. There's hot water in the kettle, and you were just like, no, I mean, I'm good. I can have an espresso, like, in Portuguese and Italian espresso, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. like tar, yeah, you know, and I'm like, I'm good with that, yeah, no, I've had Turkish espressos, I'm fine with that. But that was some stuff, man. It was the real stuff, huh? That was, that was, uh, that's what make Didier Drogba's hair grow back. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that stuff is. <laughs> or lengthen his pushback. <laughs> yeah, it's all, it's all just coming back. It'll grow from the back over. God, it's uh, best of Ivory Coast. Yeah, I know, the good stuff. Uh, Neil Kylander, which is, it's very annoying because I do like the Highlander. There can only be one. Duncan McLeod says, I'm in, I'm ginger anyway. Now that's Neil saying he is willing to go to hell. And, See, he's putting me in a position now. I'm not talking gingers down. I'm just saying what Neil said. And I'm not saying, hey, J- James, ginger buddy for you because you're, you're a ginger in denial. James is chestnutty. James is chestnutty. James, I'm not sure we can hear you. Your mic technique's great, but... Um, Colour's chestnut. I'm chestnutty? Yeah, you're chestnutty, like uh, Andre Villas Boas, yeah. Juan Mata. Yeah, you're, you're chestnutty. Um, who's the, that's a good thing. That's great. Who's is, the Argentine guy with the Irish name? Um, yes. Plays is for this a statement? Yeah. Is this a statement on my skin, or what are we doing here? No, your hair color is chestnutty. It's lovely. He but doesn't know what chestnut. People pay a fortune for James's hair color. No, James doesn't know what chestnut means. So he's still not sure. No, but no, but my confusion comes in because there's a black and white filter on. How does my, how does my, how. Why would you say my hair color is no, chestnut? No, but do you not live your real life in full color? No, I'm constantly it, depressed. Life's hard. Oh, no, the gray, oh, the darkness is washing over. Anyway, James, I mean, you and Neil Kylander, obviously your beard is very, very ginger and you are in denial. So you and, uh, hey, you and Neil have so much in common. Red, red, red. Simply red. Simple and that red. That was actually my... Uh, Some people might say you're simple and red, actually. Well... Yeah, that too. Um, but Simply Red was actually my dad's favorite band. Red. No, that's UB40. Oh, no. no, that's UB40. It's UB40. Also Ginger Guy. Hucknall, huh? Yeah. Mick Hucknall. Well, it is Mick Hucknall. Correct. Correct. Uh, speaking of which, now, there is a podcast where the, the people who host the show will know the difference between two of the biggest bands of all time, or one of the biggest bands of all time, UB40, is um, The 80 Show. That's a real show. Where can people get it? You actually know music, unlike me. I know 80s music. It is... Uh, that 80s show. So, yes, yeah, so I am a sometimes co-host of That 80s Show. Yes. An 80s music, lifestyle, yeah. TV, and nonsense show. The 80s are back. We were one of the first people to figure out the 80s are coming back. Yeah. And uh, hosted with my good friend, Dory, and sometimes appearance by Barrett, the chart savant. That guy knows charts. Barrett Edelstein is... Oh, my God. That is... guy knows a chart. And you have to listen to the show because Barrett is an electric factory. It's very difficult. Uh, so Barrett, a co-worker of ours at Cliff Central and across the board, is that it's very difficult to explain Barrett to people. You have to experience Barrett. So oh. 
um, the 80 show is available on so so it's on uh, cliffcentral.com Fridays so. at 9 yep. uh, but if you just go to cliffcentral.com right now and search that 80 show yeah. look for our album artwork it's the looks like Miami Vice on cocaine shout out Aaron logo. hey Aaron, my God, what a great logo. No, that guy's a designer. He Aaron, Aaron, Aaron made a great logo for us. Check that out. Yeah. Um, but you won't get the music in the podcast version if you listen live. Obviously, we have music. Uh-huh. Um, but Barrett, you'll be on this Friday, actually. Yes. Uh, and we play a game called the Charts Event where he tries to quiz us on charts. He, as a kid, didn't like listening to like uh, fairy tales. He wanted his mother to put the radio on so he could listen to the radio. Incredible. The charts and the golden days of radio. Yeah. You know, not now everything a snapchat the instagram yeah. competition and mumble rap ooh, it was ooh. yeah it was like legit smooth hit parade stuff and uh it, barrett he's got these books he's got something nice his after this must come he's got something new to show me no he's unbelievable he's, he has he has all of the chart books from every yeah. decade like yeah. i think 60s 70s 80s it's like a guinness book of records for the charts, for the charts. like every year in the 80s every year in the 90s and it's not just like one, I think it's like the top Billboard 200 vibe. No, it's crazy. Anybody he's, who released a, a, a single yes. in the 80s is in this book. He's got, he collects CDs. He wears a glove when he takes his CDs out the chart. Incredible. This, this why he's the chart savant. That, no, but listen. He's the that, chart savant. So, 80 show, uh, you can listen anywhere where you get your podcast. Otherwise, Friday live, 9 o'clock, yeah? On, Cliff, on the Cliff Central app. Could you get the music? You get the music on yes. at, at 9 and uh, on a Friday or else get the podcast. Nine it's a, hilarious. 9 a.m. Central We Africa are hilarious, I've got to tell you. Yeah. We're hilarious. No, that's true. Unlike James, who the first thing he told me when he met me was, um, I'm, I'm, I'm funny. Yet to deliver on that promise. Um, Rod, Robin Badger says something interesting here is, where can I buy this Ivory Coast coffee? Now, Robin, I don't want to be that guy, but Ivory Coast. <laughs> No, James, I, I still can't, I, we can't quite hear you there. What are you saying there? No, I was just, I, I didn't want you to hear me. I was just saying nice and I wanted people to see how. No, but, but you're your... not being that guy like, Robin, don't buy that coffee. Yeah, that, that stuff isn't available here. My sister does live in the Ivory Coast. She came to visit. She brought, I said, bring the, as she always does, bring the good stuff. She knew. Boom, boom, boom. Like, I've, I've, got an, I've got only one more bag left of that stuff. We may be doing a Joe Rogan Ivermectin thing here. <laughs> but... Not to, that coffee will kill COVID. Like I'm telling you right now, like <laughs> it, that's done. COVID stands no chance against that. Paula, did you see sounds by any chance? I did see sounds. I told you. Yeah. I saw like sixty, sixty. <laughs> <laughs> like I've never experienced anything like that. In my life. Once you can taste colors, it's gonna get you. I tasted colors. But how long? Like seriously, how long did it take? Three like, hours. Three hours. Three after. hours till I felt like a human being. Jeepers. No like, way, dude. No, that, 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 listen, that stuff I, I is hadn't eaten. Food. I hadn't eaten. I ate quite early that morning. Yeah. And almost until I had something to eat again did I start feeling. Yeah, normalizing, like, huh? You know, did no I stop like seeing things on different planes? And what are those dwarves you see when you take too much LSD? I stopped seeing that. There's a thing. You see dwarves when you take too much LSD? No, no, you mean Mitrovic. Uh, not Mitrovic. Who's the, who's the, who's the, who's the uh, other guy? Shakiri. Shakiri. <laughs> Peter Dinklage, uh, Jordan Pickford. <laughs> uh, no, there's a thing. I don't know. There's LSD dwarfs. Things, yes. I don't know. Uh, but that coffee is strong. No, it's hectic. Listen, I, I, I ain't going to lie. So, yeah, Robin, you do need to order that stuff. Um, uh, yeah. On the dark web. Use <laughs> What's that browser you use? Use that tall browser. What? Use that. 
Don't let if Google finds you going to the sites you can buy this. Yeah, you're you, off the you internet. Have to use, Your uh, ISP will drop you. you. You actually have to use like three uh, VPNs. To, yes. To, no, to VPNs will drop you. Yeah, no, it is. Listen, it's you can't play around. Don't, don't muck about. Listen, don't. Uh, if you want to run at the big dogs, you know what I mean. Learn to piss in the long grass, they say. Uh, James, social media—something you believe in. You're young. You're moving. You're I grooving. am young and believe in social. Well, I don't believe in social media, but. I believe in a thing called love. Just listen to the rhythm of my heart. I actually know that song. I'm shocked by that. Are you? Yeah. I'm cultured. Ish. Ish. Damn! Yo, those were the guys when they came out, eh? Yeah, they were the one album, though. Mm. The Darkness. Oh, they did one hit wondering well. Really good. They had one or two on that album. But yeah, I believe in a thing called love. Oh, it was... Can't beat it. All right, Jimbo. What you got for us on the socials, well? Um, So... So I've got a I've got a, a, a big sort of topic thing, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, which I'll dive into in a second. But firstly, I do want to tell you a fact. Um, and Paolo, I don't, I'm not sure how this is going to make you feel. Um, uh, hopefully, it will make you feel something. Or, yeah, it, yeah. It just as long as he feels. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, Serbia's president, uh, Alexander Vucic. Uh, promised the Serbian national team a 1 million euro bonus if they beat Portugal in Lisbon um, on Sunday and they earned direct qualification to the World Cup. After they won, uh, the players donated the money to help treat sick children. Now, how does that make you feel, But is that a million per player or is that a million for the whole squad? Uh, no, it was a squad bonus. Which I dude, mean, you don't want to be cynical of it, but there's guys who play for Lazio and guys who play for Fulham, and you that's know, a month's wages. It, it's I mean, it's still great. It's still a great gesture. Well done to them. No, no, fantastic. The, the, the gesture away. I don't dismiss. Take Absolutely awesome. I mean, I do have Serbian mates. Much like the coffee is, be very, very careful if you have Serbian mates because they do not roll like the rest of us. Boy, oh boy, some of my Serbian friends, they do things differently. I've got a friend who is Croatian and lets oh. Serbia do well. <laughs> Yesterday he's very Our kids go to the same school Oh yeah And I'm just driving along Casually yeah. Suburban dad Taking yeah, my no, kids no. to school And then I hear somebody shouting Forza Portugal And I'm like Oh it's you Devil yeah. Damn you So he's Serbian He's Croatian Until Serbia do well The Croats will do that though They will flex it Because they will tell you We're, we're actually uh, So I used to Be in a situationship With a Croat Right <clears throat> And They are incredible Them and the Slovaks So yeah. So my My I've only had two serious girlfriends in my life. My first person I consider my girlfriend was Slovak. They, Slovakians and the Croats will flex Central European and Eastern European very, very well, depending mm. when they're winning and when they're yeah. losing in the argument. They're incredible at that. Let me just tell you. It's phenomenal. Yeah, just incredible. The Croats, you've got to keep an eye on them. So, yeah, shout out to Serbia. And, uh, yeah, have a look out for your Serbian mates because my Serbian mates, I've got to keep an eye on those guys. You know, they're all, all those itches. They're a bunch of itches, I will tell you. There's there's a pun in here somewhere, and I've been trying to find it. But I, but you didn't make the Belgrade. Oh, God. Cool. So, <laughs> next on the social media with James. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, so that's what happens. That was actually really good. That, uh, was, that was top quality. So I must tell you, one of the greatest nights of my life in Belgrade. Let me just tell you, Serbia, oh, yeah, jeez, that, that is a story I cannot tell in public. What a it's, it's a story you can't tell. Oh, what a week, actually. Show. What a week. 
I'll never forget that. Serbians. Get yourself some Serbian mates. <laughs> because they do everything to the final level. They are the closest of the European world. There is <laughs> There are no limits for those people. And I do love Serbia. I do love Serbians and everything they're about. Everything they're about. All right, Jimbo, what's next? Um, I actually had forgotten. There's one more thing before I move on. Okay. Um, Steven Gerrard started his first training session yesterday with Aston Villa. Okay. It was vibes. Many, many photos of just the man himself doing the things. This is not a news headline. It's not a news headline, but what I did want to say about it was be prepared on the socials, like I said, on... um, on the group last night, on our WhatsApp group, just be prepared for all of it to just start commencing. All of the memes, especially the 11th of December, just be prepared for the rest oh of the season God, and the 11th of December. It's, it's going to be a vibe. This is a nightmare. What if, James, what if Steven Gerrard loses every game to that point and he arrives at that game? And then pumps us 7-2 again. A loser. What's Jürgen's response when um, Gerard walks in there and they, I saw on social media, like, if, you know, managers have a go at each other, yeah. right? Because, hey, Mourinho and Lampard, I remember that one time. Whew, boy, oh boy. And Lampard and Jürgen. No, I'm saying Gerard and Jürgen have a go Ooh. and the fans are backing Gerard. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the situation I'm looking forward to. <laughs> what, what, what becomes an interesting thing is that, I mean, because it is going to be a bit over the top. But it's going to be a weird dynamic that should Jurgen Klopp hit a stumble, yeah, and Steven Gerrard's doing well. When do those noises start, and what does it mean? Yeah, I don't know if we've ever seen a situation like this in the Premier League, but it'll be quite interesting to see what happens. I kind of recall when Brian Robson went off to manage Middlesbrough, yeah, and he was the first of Fergie's successful, yeah players who went off to manage and it was kind of a little bit of a thing oh brian robson could be the next could be whatever and then he stank and ferguson never had the dip off but it'd be interesting because suddenly noises are going to start around jürgen oh because gerard's there he's doing well is jürgen overstayed his welcome should he be given the money to rebuild james uh aston villa come eighth end of the season liverpool come fifth Jürgen's only got one more year. He's already said he's taking a sabbatical anyway. He's got one more Jürgen. <laughs> that was, uh, I'll give him that. No, <laughs> one more Jürgen. Madness. Uh, yeah, you guys come fifth. Hey, Aston Villa, eighth. He's got them cooking. Leon Bailey's got 15 Premier League goals because Gerrard's unleashed them. I think... What do you do at the end of the season? Because now Steven Gerrard's coming home. He's got Aston Villa in Europe. And Jamie Harrahar is coming. Give him the job. He's, he's got Jordan. He's playing really well. <laughs> what do you do, Jimbo? Um, in that case, I agree with Neil, who says, uh, cheese is crust. Um, I have mad love for Stevie G. I don't know how I'd react. I honestly don't. I, I obviously want to see him uh, as, as the manager at Liverpool. Um, but Jürgen's the one that's taken us to... I know what it's like. I know what I know. I have the perfect analogy. Remember when R.I.P. Princess Diana? There were rumblings. Oh, rip. She's into Egyptian guys. They're in a tunnel. Unfortunately, whatever happened happened. But we kind of knew that that Alpha Yed situation was had been building. 
because Charles already actually loved Camilla, but a whole situation, you know what I mean? Kind of feels like you guys are going that way. Is you guys are just going to go Diana, People's Princess, who is Jurgen Klopp, plus you're not wearing glasses anymore. Get the hell out of here, Pop. You got us a title. We actually love Camilla Parker Bowles the whole time. And Camilla's back in town. Plus the Queen's like, ah, this is more. You know, she's not talking to people in Africa. Camilla Parker Bowles gets it. We just hang around here and cut ribbons. We don't actually get involved with people. Stephen Gerrard, he's one of us. And he's from League of Appeal. I, I, I wouldn't actually be surprised if that's It's going to happen. Yeah. Paula, you've nailed it. It's going to, oh, especially in social media times. Oh, in fact, all Gerrard needs to do is have five good games in a row. If, if Aston Villa win five games in a row... And Liverpool oh, have three bad games. Oh, because they're not winning the league this year. Like, Liverpool are not going to win the league. It's going to be beautiful when they do oh, it. Oh, my goodness. It's it is just... I don't know if we got it somewhere in the running order. I heard somebody say something about Danny Alves coming yes. back to Barcelona. I love that football has fully entered the reboot phase. Like, you know how Hollywood... Oh, wait. Hold on. Sorry. Before we move on to the great Danny Alves. Danny Alves, not Portuguese. Before we move on to that. Steven Gerrard, I was just thinking as you guys were talking. He's the... Biggest cult hero in Premier League history to be half decent at management. Uh, like Lampard was the one. I mean, Keane was a mess. I'm talking cult hero. There's like five or six of them. Ince was a mess. Steve Bruce didn't work out. I'm talking like at, the he's like at Hall of Villa. Famers, the, the Premier yeah. League, <laughs> the Hall of Famers that they're trying to do. Or, or even forget the Hall of Fame. I'm saying cult hero. There's very few cult heroes. Vieira is doing well, but I mean, he's at Crystal Palace. Steven Gerrard's at Aston Villa. They, they, they have... Would you consider Ruud Hullet was good at Chelsea? No. Well, the FA enough. Cup. And that was good for Chelsea at the time. It was good. Gerrard, bigger cult hero than Ruud Hullet. Uh, okay, no, no. You're saying I'm talking no. like that cult... Well, we do, listen. We don't know if he's good at management yet. No, I'm saying now he's at Villa. Yeah. Like, has there been... Because Chelsea were about Villa level back then. It's top six, top eight, FA Cup, Gianfranco Zola, or bust. <laughs> you know, Viali, uh, Gus Poyet, underrated guy. Gus Uruguay. Poyet, yeah. Nice to see a Uruguayan who's not a, a cannibal. But Steven Gerrard, I wonder, is he going to be the first cult hero to, to do it properly? Because there haven't really been Big one shot. who's like Big Pep shot. Guardiola or taken as that mm. level. Mancini, who was an absolute. People forget how good Roberto Mancini was at football. As a player, oh God, he was phenomenal. <laughs> like his years as like one of the original Golden Boys. Just. Next level. I mean, at 17, 18, he was doing all the same. They've get and and look, he, you know. So I'd like to see where Stevie G goes. I'd like to see Stevie G go. Liverpool manager by January. It's going to be awesome. It's not going to be boring with Stevie G. It never is boring with Stevie G. It never is. All right, um, Danny. Uh, what, what else you got there? Uh, should we move on to Danny Alves because the prodigal son, Danny Alves, is some guy here. Hey? Is he? He's the most decorated player of all time. I think he is. Yeah. And, and by some some way now as well. Uh, yeah. No, no, he's... But, but he's all-timer, eh? Yeah. yeah all right, Jimbo, well, what else you got on social media? Well, we'll talk about Danny Alves a little bit later. Because I've got to turn my mic on because I'm a professional. Okay. Um, I mean, and we, that's we, don't just... need to, we don't need the process. It's... Yeah, well, I was just... Are you breaking the fourth wall? Sorry, 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 sorry. Um... So, something is back that we have spoken about on the show before. Backstreet. Is back. All right. Dun, 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 dun. Everybody, everywhere. Bum, bum. Wave your hands like you just don't care. Bum, bum. 
That's it. Yeah. No, you, you, you got it. You got the moves. I, I feel sorry for the people that only listen to the podcast. Like, if you don't watch the YouTube. You got to come to YouTube. <laughs> and if you're going to come to YouTube, please do subscribe, like, leave comments below. All of the above. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah so. we need some of that ad money. Yes. <laughs> Give us our five rand now. Thank you. Um. So something has made a comeback, and we spoke about it on the show before. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if Paolo was involved in that show, but it doesn't matter because I'm going to educate you. Okay. Um, so, Apex Legends. Excellent. Let's get into it. I do like online gaming. I, I don't play it, but Apex it. Legends is one of the best names for anything I've ever heard, actually. Esports, right? Yeah. Uh, actually, no, the best name you've ever heard for something is Apex Predator. Which Apex. Is, which is an Apex thing. Yeah. Anyway, so it's back, right? And uh, the last time we spoke about Apex Legends on the show, um, I basically broke down what the game was, what the prize pool is for this year's championship, yeah. um, who the teams are to watch, um, where to watch it all. Do, do, do the guys in like Apex Legends have like super hot chicks? Because now they're like super rich, right? I mean, they're probably the geekiest people in the world, which I have no problem with. I've got lots of nerdy friends. But do they have like uber hot chicks? Um, you, uh, well, well, okay. Now, James, smart of you not to answer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me put it this way. Okay. Would the current apex legends have the ladies that they have accompanying them for extended periods of time if they weren't gajillionaires in the normal world no okay which is a fair answer because also it might just be about their personalities or there there may be a factor of reasons why those ladies wouldn't be with these guys if they weren't apex legends yeah Yeah, yeah, okay i got you smart smart happy Um, wife happy life you're you're a lot smarter than you look jimbo all right apex legends is back what you got there um so uh, last year we spoke about it. It's called the ALGS Apex Legends Global Series is the full acronym. And it's exactly that. Mm-hmm. So for people that don't know or didn't watch the last time we went through this, Global Series means everyone around the world. Yeah, I mean, you've you got to pass for, what, grade five to know that. But okay, true. got you. But yeah. it's, it's um, uh, is seg- segmented or segregated? Oh. Which one's the right word? Now... Not segregated. I don't think it's segregated. Um, okay, take a gamble on which one you want to go with, and we'll just go with that. Yeah, that's tough. That's, that's tough. Oh, God, the concept of segregated. segregation professional games. Yeah. Segregated professional games. That's amazing, isn't it? I mean, it's not what Martin Luther King died for. But. Ah, had a dream. <laughs> that every nerd around the world <laughs> sit on his couch. No matter controller color. Oh, no matter stuff. 4K definition, ah, <laughs> have a dream that we okay, may all so. play together, legend together, <laughs> game together. <laughs> I don't think that's probably segmented. Yeah, probably, let's go with segmented. Probably segmented. Go no, I've got a better one. Okay, so it's all split. Okay. Um, so you have different regions, and then they play each other. Yeah. Okay, so it's not like that guy in North America is playing that guy in Australia because they're in different leagues. Got right? you. Got you. It's a, it's and this is a, James, this is a huge thing because it's so difficult in South Africa to be playing people who are not in your region. 
um, because we've got huge connectivity issues, right? Yes, yeah, so true. So you could be playing someone, you could be better than them, but just because you can't react that millisecond because your internet connection. Oh, Jamie, we, we call that right? latency or buffering. Your, um, your ping. So we ping, actually ping. call it ping. Ping, yeah. Ping. Yeah. See, I yeah. know. No, so, no, I know these things. So it's funny that you bring that up, though, because uh, one of the one of the sort of teams to watch in uh, the European circuit, um, not sorry, not European. So they they group European and Africa together. Got you. Um, and one of the teams to watch in the European, African, Asian circuit is um, a South African team. Okay. Uh, it's called uh, ATK. Will you reach out to them, see if we can get them on I the know. show? Sure. I've heard of that. I've yeah, so so two guys, if I'm not mistaken, on that team are actually South African. The one Where are they from? Do we know? South Africa. No, they Johannesburg, Cape Town. All right, uh, what is it? ATK. Uh, yeah. To anybody who may know the ATK guys, uh, we will reach out to them. Let's get them on the show, dude. Mm. Yeah, let's talk Gee. to the ATK guys. What's it about? Yeah. Maybe, maybe bring you, maybe bring your girlfriend with you, so we can see if she should be with you or not. Not the move. Oh, okay. um, maybe is that too aggressive? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Tell me. Uh, so, so that's basically the money gives you options of, yeah. of, of Apex Legends. It's, um, I mean, it's all over the internet if you want to go watch YouTube videos about that's how awesome, the game dude. works, whatever. But this year, so last James, time, sorry, are the ATK guys are they connected to that big gaming hub thing in Cape Town, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's not just a team. There's like this ATK. Mm. arena where you can go play yes and atk do all they do call of duty they yeah. do a whole bunch of games so they're like yeah. a whole yeah yeah they're actually a massive. gaming org they're not yeah. just like three guys that have decided they want it they're actually an organization yeah. where are they oh, like, like, cape uh, town they got a linkedin cape town city oh yeah i mean that's real now maybe we should do the show from there if they hey, listen we'll get a hold of the atk guys yeah. let's get them on the show i mean well, what are we talking about yeah let's uh, let's hope they got a good internet otherwise there's a reason they are losing <laughs> okay so um Last time I also explained how each sort of, um, they call it a split. So the, the season, mm-hmm. the pro season is split into two, right? Yeah. So it started, uh, I think, in August Yeah. with the first couple of games or whatever. And those were like qualifiers or whatever they were. And then the second half of the split starts in um, January, February. And that's where the bigger sort of prize pools are. And that's like the championship and the semi semi-final kind of our things go on yeah um so earlier when i mentioned uh not uh, earlier this year when we were speaking about it i said that apex legends had the biggest prize pool they've ever had in competitive gaming since apex has been a thing uh-huh. and that was two million us dollars this year for year two of algs um the overall prize pool is five million dollars how many guys on a team three Three. So, is is that five mil per guy, or is it five mil per, for the team? No. So it's it's broken down into like the different splits, and then as well as the different regions. So currently now the guys are getting like top three. Uh, so so first place gets thirty k, second fifteen k, and then third twelve k, and then it goes down like that. And then as it gets to closer to like the finals and the championships, the the prize money is a lot bigger f- for the individual teams. So like. The finishing uh, ranked prize for the whole ALGS next year in June, um, the the winning team gets 500k. Five, that's 500 big ones between yeah. three guys. Yeah. Unbelievable. So currently, right now, it's like 30k here. I know what you, you mean. Get like 15k it's, yeah, it's, there. Yeah. 
It's group stages. Yeah. Let's yeah, yeah. boom. Plus they're labbing. I mean, yeah, yeah, you bring in yeah. other guys. Is there chemistry? Boom. You're terrible. Plus <laughs> it's serious now. Is there's probably three or four guys in development. You know, kind of like a Formula One team. Like, hey, if you don't perform, this youngster's going to come yeah. in and we'll bring him in for a ten thousand game. See, see what he's like. You get out. Oh, my wife's pregnant or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, hey, it's, that, that's it's serious now. If guys are I, I, listen. I've watched the NFL one. These guys are mm. serious now. Oh, they real real. Yeah. No, because you you can't. What did you say? Five hundred thousand dollars for the winner. Yeah, for and, winning ALGS this year, you get five hundred thousand. And that's just prize money, right? In, yeah. in something like this, unlike real life, is you can actually take advertising in this space to a whole. Another level. So, so in in South Africa, there are 11 million gamers, and that's people actively gaming. Uh-huh. We're not talking about people who watch Twitch streams and YouTube and things like that. People yeah. are actively gaming. DSTV's got six million subscribers. How many? Six million. So there's more gamers. Wow. Than there are DSTV subscribers. So it just shows you what a massive untapped. I think we. I got to be honest. I think we need an MKT esports team. That needs to happen. I, I know someone who could be an IGL. Well, I don't know, James. How good are you at... I, I need to see your ranking. Can you maybe take a screenshot? So I from- finished Super Mario Brothers on one life. <laughs> can, I, can I be the one <laughs> No, listen. I, part, part of opening up... Sort of to the public is I've got to take every application and then there's HR. We've got to go through all yeah. of them. Right? What I love about it is that for our very, very, very loyal fans yeah. watching or listening, we've just uh, spent 15 minutes brainstorming, <laughs> which we should be doing before or after the show. <laughs> we just decided to bring it inside. No, that's, that's exactly it. <laughs> it's International Week. What are you going to talk about? <laughs> no, this is exactly it. <laughs> Super Mario, one life. Huh? This should have been taken offline, yeah, as they say. That but- in, in the biz. <laughs> Um, but listen James I'm all into your 4k blah 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 virtual reality stuff Super Mario one life one life I did it finished the game one life and I didn't even use any other warp zones I went 1 to 8 straight through nice yeah that's good stuff it's impressive I mean that is if you know how impressive that is that's pretty impressive because especially back in the day was that those controllers sometimes won't pause when you hit it your mom's coming in or, yeah, and there was no saves, eh? No, you die, yeah, you and, and the beauty of of if we make it like a, an esports org, right? James, it, he doesn't care about Super Mario. No, but that's the thing. We can we don't. Ha- it doesn't have to be everyone plays Call of Duty or everyone. Like you can have guys in different games that specialize in those games, and then yeah. How do okay? Who decides who's in? Because I want to win. I play to win. What if you're terrible now and you get your feelings hurt? Like now, I want the ATG, so, is it, ATK guys. So I want their is, understudies to be on the MKT show. Are you going to have your feelings hurt? Like, oh, sorry, James, you must just keep playing uh, Apex Legends at There's home. There's a shelf the life. James is 24, right? Yeah. yeah. Everything starts slowing down already. So already, I think James has maybe got six months. So, so <laughs> you're the Cristiano Ronaldo. No. You've been phased he, out. He's, he's Latin. Yeah, yeah. He's Latin. This phasing is, out a couple of ACLs. Oh. I mean, you're still brilliant. You probably have the charisma. but Hang, Hangnails. That's what... I, Blisters. That's, that's, that's it. That's it. Because <laughs> James, it's about uh, what's it? Opposable thumb twitch. That's that's what is fo- the science is focusing on now. How quickly can you get to the B? And I'm afraid a 16 year old. I mean, they obviously doing stuff with their wrist, which may, you may not be. And their their or, wrist is or, their wrist is on fire because 16 year old boys left alone are doing obviously playing, but they're also doing other stuff, and your wrist just isn't there because. 
You know what I mean? So, I'm just saying. So, <laughs> you know, James is waiting for this opportunity to pitch this for quite a while. I can hear it. He's going to go, this is elevator pitch, and he's not this letting is, us get this off. This is about to be an elevator pitch. Okay. So, he's how it works door. is, right? Okay. Huh? So, how it works, you have the person that started the organization. Yes. Right? Which A founder, some people might say. There you go. Um, and then below that, you have your teams, or your, they, they call them rosters. Gotcha. Okay. For Wait, are you just telling me what already exists? No, I'm He's telling you... He's trying to tell us where he fits in the organogram. Exactly. That's where I'm telling you how, who fits in where and cool. how it works. Cool, right? cool, so, cool. Uh, cool roster, please. then you... So, founder, and then rosters. Yes. Right? Okay. So, the roster is usually the pro team. Yes. Okay, and that can be like three to five guys, depending on whatever the game is and how many people are used or whatever. Uh-huh. Okay, so that's the roster. Then, outside of pro uh, leagues, you also have a content creator roster, where all they do is make YouTube videos or stream on Twitch or, like, obviously create content for whatever organization you're a part of. It's in the name, yeah. Exactly. So you said who decides who goes where. So in the pro roster, there's someone called an IGL. Okay. So many acronyms. What, what does IGL mean? Um, In-game... Levitator. No, so close. I was going to say lesbian. So close. Well, why does the one? In-game leader. Okay, and, and that person... That makes so much more sense than lesbian. That's what James wants to be, the IGL. You can, James, you can have it. Well, congratulations, you're promoted. He's got the job. He got the job. Congratulations, you've got the job. Got the job. And you're not even a lesbian. I'm not. Congrats, James. Congrats, James. Well great. done for being the IGL of the non-existent MKG Sports team. <laughs> <laughs> no, but okay, so the IGL... That's a real job. It exists. So the IGL generally, depending on the organization, would decide who sort of fits in where. James, you're doing too much. You've got the job. Be the kingmaker. I was just elaborating. No, no, you've got the job. Because you might talk yourself out of a job. Okay. All right. I'm just going to sit here. I heard one day somebody said, don't aspire to be Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah. Aspire to be the guy who signs Shaquille O'Neal's checks. That's that's a James. IGL. You got the job, Paul. You got it. Look, Mama, I made it. Board report next Tuesday. Yeah. I mean, also... We expect results. Oh, no. <laughs> well, I mean, put on a spreadsheet. It's got to make sense. <laughs> I want to see tabs. I work hard for my money. I work hard for my money. Who knew? Who knew that James would have walked in today as the director of the show and yeah. leave as the IGL of the MKT Esports show? This is what can happen. It's a lot of leadership responsibility, I'm just saying. Oh, I mean, you're going to have to leave this role. I mean, I, oh, I also don't want you doing two jobs kind of well I need you doing one job outstandingly you got, you got some big choices to make and it seems the potential there is huge huge put a Super Mario team in there watch we'll be the only team playing no but that's what I'm one saying life. so so Paolo would then be like the IGL for the Super Mario team I wouldn't be the IGL for everyone oh you see be... already he's abdicating his responsibility yes, yes, he no, got the I'm job of a lifetime now he doesn't want all of it this is why he should you should have stopped talking care for what you wish for remember James. when I said you can talk yourself out of a job <laughs> Because James, you don't, you, Ryan, none of you listen to me. Uh, Sipo, uh, he thinks I'm racist. Nobody listens to me on this show. I said you can talk yourself out of a job, and he just kept talking and talking. And now James, here you are. No, I don't know if he's made it for it. No, he's out now. I've put a lot of faith in James, and now he's he's blown it. So there we go, James. Be the quickest appointment demotion in history. That is terrible. You didn't even get to sign the contract. 
we agreed at the pub. <laughs> Terrible. All right, well, hey, that's going to happen. Congratulations, James, on a roll you had and never had at the same time. It's the MKT Show. Don't talk yourself out of a job when you've already got it. How did he do that? It's one of the worst things you could do, ever. I watched it happen. It was like a a snuff film. Yeah. It was like watching that that video going around of that guy getting shot by the cops. Oh, yeah. that Steven Seagal, dude. That is hectic. I hope he's okay. But seriously, don't pull a gun out of a cop's hand and say, shoot me, bro. Yeah. Don't do that. Like. Because careful what you wish for. Also, don't shoot your girlfriend in the foot. It's a separate thing. It's a separate thing. Which Go. is weird now because mine lives. You you you, you got to t- stay on top of the ball. You know, for international listeners and, and viewers, there's always shootings in South Africa. There's always yeah. someone being shot. So yeah, you yeah, got to. Yeah. There's always new content. Now, somebody very important in James's life who wears a burqa, and that's where what James was alluding to there. So she obviously wears a burqa. He's never seen her. Yeah, no. They hold hands. Not until marriage. No, we're not using a, using a pole, a three no. meter pole. They've never no. actually interacted, spoken to each other. Not until marriage. No, absolutely. You'd be. Hey, you should get a black girlfriend. That's that's how it would go. With She's her. also just moved to a very interesting area. That's what I was this, I, yeah. I was getting to was that. Yeah. Now we do have a guy who's about to come up for parole, mm. and he lived in a certain state. Mm. She lives in around there now. So. Mm. I said to James, maybe you shouldn't visit her and she mustn't go in the bathroom if you're at the house. Yeah, right. yeah. So, just, okay. But I mean, I don't want to get involved in your relationship, James. I'm just thinking for her because I'm a people's person. We actually figured out we're going to use a... Whoa, what? No, no sorry. Well, where was that going? <laughs> no, he's good. He's, he's self-censored. He should have done that for the job. He's self-censored. He's learned too late. Oh, uh, yeah. But doesn't have a job, but hasn't been cancelled. So that that was the that was the hard stop of a man heading straight to the door called cancelled. Yeah. yeah. And he just like squeaked tacky <laughs> yeah. and decided, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> they call that IGL restraint. Yeah. Nice. That's nice. IGL restraint right there. <laughs> That's what happens. All right. Um, people are voting, by the way. And I'm not just talking about, I don't know, people in Iran who may be voting in elections if there's elections in Iran. No, no, no. On our poll, uh, which you can vote on, if you're in the comment section, uh, and the, it is Portugal maybe out of the 22, 2022 World Cup. I mean, could have been phrased slightly differently. <laughs> like Portugal are in the playoffs, but no, no. Portugal maybe out of the 2022 World Cup. Uh, probably triggers Paulo every time I say it. Um, your options are, and essentially we're trying to establish is, would Portugal be better without Cristiano Ronaldo? Ronaldo in at the moment winning 56%. So people are saying, nah, keep the great man in. Uh, a healthy chunk, 28%, um, says Ronaldo out. But the last option, which I absolutely love, with a whopping 17%, says Luzito in festival. But uh, in what context? Is that where he should go? Just, is that just a statement? I, I just think let's embrace that, that way of living. You know? Yo, Luzito Land killed itself. Hey? What a great space it was. And then now it's rubbish. Is it still rocking? No. Uh, 
it was in Wemapan for a very long time. Then it got uh, very violent. Yes, yes, yes. It Extremely did. violent. It did. Who would think that you allow people to drink underage? It's going to end poorly. Um, but uh, and then they moved venues to the south. I never oh. went there. People told me it was dirty yes. and not good for the sneakers. <laughs> so I was like, I'm not going there. Yeah, no, you People can't. were sh- posting photos of what their sneakers looked like. Uh-uh. I was like, I will not go there. I would rather go to the very nice upmarket, 1920, shout out in Hyde Park. Yes. If I want my full of Portuguese food, uh-huh. I make better caparinha than they do at, write that down. I make better caparinha than they do at Lizita Land. This is a promise. I guarantee you. Wow. Um, and I've got a mixtape. So <laughs> I can... <laughs> <laughs> it, it was good, but I outgrew it, and it outgrew itself, so it ate itself. Now, what is Lazita Land? Because a lot of international listeners may be like, what in the bloody hell it's, are we talking about? It's a big Portuguese festival, so it actually was started off to um, help an underprivileged school, and was held on the school grounds, and then it just grew and grew into a big all-things Portuguese festival, yeah. and then it grew into a terrible, terrible flea market that smelled like nice Portuguese food. <laughs> Because in the early days, you could go then you could buy like Portuguese stuff you couldn't find anywhere. Yeah. And you could buy like uh, Portugal shirts and shirts of different football teams. And then it just, they just started really selling rubbish. It was yeah. like, you know, when you're walking through a mall and all respect, I know people make a lot of money from this stuff and you find those stalls in the mall, they're doing the promotions, yes. but not the very mark guys. Yes. I know sort what you're of saying. like off brand. Yes, like yes, yes. Those guys. Yeah. They, st- a lot of those guys were at Lizita Land and it just, the whole experience just went very bad. You know what? That's going to happen with sort of migrant cultures like that. If it's almost like there are German shops in South Africa where you get, you know, bratwurst, bratwurst, yeah. and you know all of their cheeses. The Germans they like to do it their own way, right? But that's become so diluted now because it's in South Africa, and you're just like, what the hell are you doing with Acha in here? Well, yeah, let me just—I'll sell anything you, you, instead yeah. of being what you were. But that will happen to craft markets and markets eventually. If it begets, there is a tipping point when it gets too popular. Now you got to start. It's about money. You got to maximize. You got to start maximize. catering. That's what I'm saying. And I do want to. It was mostly just... the violence. It was mostly the violence. The worst fight I saw between it was two women that I saw just yeah. climbing into each other. Wow. My God, I'm still scarred. Like actually, because of your coffee, I can actually go back in time <laughs> on the astral plane, and I, I can actually go back on this plane. I'm here, yeah. but also astro traveling to there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And watching them fight. God, that's a terrible fight. But yeah. I'm back now. Ladies, huh? your coffee's obviously still in my blood. No, it's a, listen, it, it'll do that. Listen, I do have a Portuguese friend who's she's very female and very much that classic Portuguese hot blooded vibe uh, where the stereotype does absolutely fit. So she looks like smoking hot lawyer, boom, boom, boom. But also, she's got kind of that edge because she's got two older brothers and she always had to stand her corner. And for her, it like not in her like weird like serious kind of violence way but she had to in her family you know what i mean it's like her brothers there's they're not letting her get away with it from early on and she's as tough as nuts right now she is one of the most ball busting lawyers around and she will punch you in the face this is to say portuguese ladies and ladies from the south of of uh johannesburg they're not playing around and they are not scared to say what you say just hold my bag and then Oh boy. Yeah, and the P word flows. Yeah, it'll. The P word does flow. Um, <laughs> I, I love, I'm one. I love Portuguese in the corporate world. Okay, we just got a different thing about ourselves. Uh-huh. And when Jota first moved to Liverpool, a friend of mine said, 
Jota looks as lost as a porre in corporate. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't quite, it doesn't quite fit what I imagine. It'll because, take him some time. Because you're so right. Like Liverpool are all like wholesome football club more than a club. You'll yeah. never walk alone. And there and he, he is. just looked lost for a while. He just didn't quite fit. But now he's integrated. He's he's doing the Friday drinks and things like that. Never. <laughs> no. <laughs> That is so good. That is so good. All right. Listen, we're going to finish off the show. That's so good. It is so good. Shout out to stereotypes because they do make everything better. They do. It's so funny. It is. You've got to laugh. If you've got to laugh at yourself, then I don't know what you're doing. That is exceptional. Oh, God. Uh, Um, Listen, Paolo's weird world of football is something we do every week. I still should. I should probably script an entrance for it. A professional show would. No, it it's just what's it. in Paolo's mind and the kind of stuff he likes about football, really. Yeah, it doesn't deserve it. There is a graphic that goes with it. James, you promised me great things, and I know we'll be tight on it. So my weird world of football is quite quick this week. Yeah, I got three stories, but they're very, they're very quick. Do we? I mean, are, do are we, we have a graphic? The graphic? Uh, do... Wow, oh, my lord! If there was ever reason, <laughs> Paolo. Okay, I'm gonna take it away. I know where you are right now. You're listening to this on the podcast. What are they laughing at? Go on to YouTube. MKT Show. Yeah. Cliff, C- Cliff C Sports. Yeah. Go to, what is this? An hour, I mean, probably about five, ten minutes from the end. You've got to see that graphic. This is unbelievable, My. Paolo. This is, I'm, I'm flabbergasted. This is so, some of your best work ever, James. The four fonts have always been there. It was a clip art soccer player that we put a clip art Redkin logo on his head to give him hair. He's got a mullet. In the background are three pictures of me. Hear no evil, see no evil, speak no evil. <laughs> but first I was added facial hair. Yes. Now I have hair. The middle me has Joao Cancelo's haircut. The far right me has Mick Hucknell's haircut. It does. Just to keep today's gag running. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so beautiful. Oh, my God. This I want this on my... When, when, on my uh, when you come to my funeral, yeah, I want this on my little picture. This you know, on the, the front one. when they give you my hymns yeah. and all that shit. Uh, this is what I want. Oh my god, this is incredible! This is beautiful stuff. Well done, James. Like, see, well done. This, have, is, this is worth that Adobe going off the, the credit card. This is it. Yeah, this is definitely worth me having to eat beans and toast for the rest of this month because James promised me, and I've got trauma, right? And my thing is, I I know I look stupid, but I don't forget. And James said he was funny the first time he met me. Yeah. And I kept that in mind. I still haven't laughed at anything he said yet. This here, though, he said the graphic will get better every week. And, but because I was holding him to those standards of not, oh, this guy's not funny at all. I just presume that's how he is. Big time promises won't deliver. But this graphic gets way better every week. This is, oh, my I mean, That's amazing. I really look. That red hair really looks like mine. The second one's unbelievable. The, the so beard good. actually also looks kind of surprisingly real, huh? I wish I could grow a beard it's like that. So My beard's good. gone like weird. Like in that beard one, for those on the podcast, you've got those things that never actually work. They were proposed as 3D glasses, remember early mm. on in the movies. Mm. Uh, shout out to us being old. But oh my god, that oh, you, was... you're forgetting the the monocle on on the the one. There the... is a monocle on the redhead one. There is a monocle over my left oh eye. Oh my gosh, yeah. dude! Yeah. So it's a it's like a John Lennon monocle. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so it's not 
bifocal monocle it's incredible Paolo's a weird world of football let's let's get into it i've got three stories for you right yep. madagascan football league Paolo's weird world of football i find weird football stories from around the world and i try to say those are words i have probably never heard madagascan football in league. that order right so i'm going to talk to you about two teams as edema probably as edema yeah and stad olympic de le emir emirian yes emirian yeah right Okay, so Stade Olympique and uh, um, were and there was there's a third team in this called DSA. Stade Olympique DSA were going for the league title, right? Second last day of the season, Stade Olympique had a win to take it into the final day. Referee decisions, they feel they were robbed. Two all draw. Now they can't win. Yeah. In protest, they lost, hundred and forty nine nil. But the other team, AS Edema, scored no goals. They scored 149 own goals. No, you're joking. How, for, how, what? For 90 minutes, they turned around and kicked the ball into their own goals. Please tell me there's footage of this somewhere. There is no footage of this that exists, but maybe I will look for it. 149-0. They lost 149-0 in protest of the bad refereeing decisions. Yeah. Following <laughs> the match, the uh, they got suspended, and their coach... Um, <laughs> What are they saying? No, yeah, so they got suspended. All players got official warnings on their involvement and uh, basically suspended sentences. It stands as not only one of the stupidest protests ever made, it is the largest defeat in the history of professional football. Right now, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is saying, hold my beer. 149 nil, 149 own goals in protest. Wait, for being sorry, wrong. sorry, I have to interrupt. So this this goes down in like official records. Official, because being... it's an official recognized. This is Madagascan first division. Yeah, James, what do you not understand? Yeah, it's it's I, not. This isn't like down the rungs. This yeah, is their this top league in Madagascar. That's incredible. Wow, wow, we. If wow. you think 149 nil, that's two goals a minute. It's just incredible about, accuracy. What do you do? You just, just kick about. it back, or do you that's pass it to doing. the midfielder? That's what they were doing. They were just turning around, booting it in. Turn around, passing the midfield, booting it in. Smart. Passing it back to the keeper, he turns around, kicks it in. Yeah. Smart. Smart. Wow, Smart. dude. That's incredible. Wow. Imagine having any of those guys on your fantasy team. That'd be. <laughs> Let's go to the Sicilian Football League. Boy, oh boy. Sicily. Okay. Sicily. Don't so be Sicily. It's kind of like Stop Italy. Stop being Sicily. Yeah. But this is the Sicilian Football League. There are only two teams. Now, for a Sicilian team, listen to their very English names. The Garrison Gunners yeah. and the Woolpack Wanderers. Now, <laughs> people may not get why that happens. By the way, AC Milan started by English blokes. If yeah. you look at the flag, St. George's Cross is there. There's a whole story. If you Boca look. Juniors was started by English. So keep an eye on yeah, keep an eye on that history. Maybe we should do a podcast on that. Oh my gosh. Hey, that could be part of this weird world of football. Should be a podcast yeah. on why AC Milan have St. George's Cross. We've got three podcasts out of the show. Esports. Love time with Liverpool fans or whatever the hell I called it. Yeah. And a, a useful one. Uh, Liverpool 11. They see, he's, he's working on it tonight. IGL. It's because he lost the IGL. It's because I, I was an IGL once. <laughs> Sorry to hear it, yeah. These two teams, Garrison Gunners, Woolpick Wanderers, play each other 17 times a season. Yeah. They're the only two teams in the league. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Why do they have to do it 17 times? Well, 34 games to make a league work. Oh, and not only that. They also play each other. They're the only team in the Wholesalers Cup and the Four Deck <laughs> Cup. Both cups played over two legs, as well as a charity shield. <laughs> oh, you got to prepare for the season. 
So they play each other 17 times in the league. Yeah. In the cup yeah. and in the charity shield. So two different cups. Two different cups. So four times in the cup at the very least. Yeah. Incredible. And a charity shield. <laughs> and the charity shield. Um, and then I want to go to the Irish football club. No, but hold Irish on. Has, has anyone won the treble there? Because I'm interested. <laughs> We've got I, will, I will investigate further. Yeah, yeah. In the, the Isle of Sicily League. That is awesome. Wait, is that today? Yes, it's a current thing. It's not an old thing. They, that's currently happens. No. Oh my goodness, guys! This is a current thing. They need. I hope they have merch. It's the smallest football league in the world. No, I, Man, we should buy. No, no, no. I'm serious. If they have merch, I, I need to pick which ones won the most times. Who's won the most trebles? Um, so what's the what's the Sicilian? Is, the, the Isle of Sicily Football League. Okay. Garrison Gunners and the Woolpack Wanderers. Isle of. Okay, got it. Got it. That's a great shout. And then Getting finally. Merch. Um, teams sometimes don't want to play games and they'll feign injury. Yeah. Say, we don't have enough players. COVID. We can't change pull everything. Change everything it's a, Postpone. Yeah. Maybe you don't want to play, whatever. In Ireland, the Leinster Senior League, Ballybrack FC. Yeah. They contacted the league and they said, we got the Spanish player, Fernando La Fuente. Very Spanish sound. Yeah. Unfortunately, we can't play the game because Fernando La Fuente has died in a car accident. <laughs> Oh no, terrible. Yeah. This is horrible. Yeah, yeah. Di- what death can is the terrible. league do to help you? Well, of course, postpone the fixture. God, we're Irish Catholic here. Yeah. I respect the dead. We'll have a wake. We'll Gotta respect the Irish Catholic. A minute's silence in all the other games yeah. across the league for Fernando La Fuente. Fernando La Fuente looks on Twitter and he goes, <laughs> I'm not dead. <laughs> <laughs> So this is modern day football. This is modern day football. He's at work because the amateur and he gets sent an article that his game's postponed because he died. And the whole, like, all matches and minute silence and everything because he's died. (laughs) (laughs) A spokesman for the club, which is based in Dublin, issued a statement apologizing for the grave mistake. (laughs) (laughs) That was awesome. Um, But uh, he had just moved from Dublin to Galway. He had stopped playing for the team. And they were just like, well, no one will ever find out that he died or not. We really need to get out of, out of our fixtures. <laughs> so they said, well, one of our players died, so please postpone our games. <laughs> it was described, described by the club as a gross error in judgment. Yeah. And uh, the people involved were all relieved of their duties. No, fair Danny enough. Listen. Fernando, what is his name? La Fuente. <laughs> Fernando La Fuente. La Fuente. We're definitely making that play in career mode on FIFA. Yeah, no, listen, La Fuente now is that, that, that there's so many sort of situations going on there. Is that we've all had the dead grandmother for the exam and, and whatever else. It's like, but now you've got everyone else involved. You, you, you know? <laughs> think of. Do you have any siblings, Paolo? Yeah. How many? Two sisters. Because the, the worst thing that you could ever do about lying to your parents is not have the team aligned. Yeah. Like oh, for me, if yeah, I was going to lie cool. to my parents, I've got to get my sister on board lobby. pretty early because she might go and talk to the lady, like the maid or the gardener and my dad might talk, you, yeah. you know what I mean? You've got to control the lie early is with this one because what you don't want is other people involved in the lie, right? Get the sister on board. Here's what happened. Boom, boom, boom. Here's the reason I broke the mug or whatever. Yeah. And ah, my leg, you know what I mean? So create the lie, but then also get sibling you on gotta, board. Everyone's got to be on board. Yeah, that's it. And in this case, they didn't. Rule number one of lying is get the people on board. Get the Fuente or, or La Fuente on board. No, he was just in another town. 
If we can never go back to him. And he's in Galway. That's in Ireland. <laughs> it's in Ireland. It's like three hours drive away. <laughs> <laughs> and also, wait. So, do we know what year this was? It was recent. It was like 2015. You see, it's not 1211. <laughs> this is the internet. <laughs> <laughs> there are eyes that can see he's not dead. Because in 1211, you've got to take a horse carriage and a 15 kilometer journey is treacherous. You, there's a good chance you're going to die, right? So, it's understandable. Also, it doesn't matter. You know, there's no, there's no internet, there's no Excel, there's no Facebook. Right. The thing about 2015 is that Lafuente is definitely getting a phone call from his old mate who played for, I don't know, yeah. Tranmere Rovers. Sorry you died. I'm sorry to you, you died. You don't hear that enough, huh? 149-0, Fernando Lafuente, the player who never died in the two-team league. The guard never died. You heard it, John. Paolo's weird world of football. This is exceptional. That last story is... It's everything that's wrong with lying. (laughs) Lying itself, a terrible thing. But get the lie right. I mean, at least start... And if you're going to lie about death... Go all the way. Go all the way. All right. That is Paolo's weird world of football. Paolo, you have over-delivered once again, just like James with the graphic. Absolutely terrible. It's just phenomenal, right? It's terrible. The, well, Harkonnen, Bond villain monocle, <laughs> kind of looks like a... Have you seen the, the Mark Schumacher documentary? Yeah. Did you see Mickey Harkonnen who looks like a Bond villain in that? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the man looks like pure evil. <laughs> need, need I remind you guys, the yeah. last time we mentioned... This guy oh, yeah. being a Bond villain, something happened. Oh yes, the last. So, yeah. oh. just be careful. No, that's true. That, because that's... I will be very sad. Yeah, so no. James is saying you guys need to finish. You need to end the show. But you, okay, you so you've seen to it. finish. Oh, I don't do puns often, but when I do, that's <laughs> I end the show with him. You guys need to finish. Huh? Hook, line, and Helsinki. No, no, you do too much. <laughs> it's called the IGL syndrome. It's contagious. Paula Diaz, you're awesome. James, you're great. To the boys in the back, exceptional stuff. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you are joining us for the very first time, welcome to the MKT Show. Please do uh, on Cliff Central Sport on YouTube. Uh, like, share, subscribe. So if you're with us, hit the bell, hit subscribe. And let's get on our way to 1,000. If you're with us, of course, and you have been with us all the way, please do uh, share with others. Let's go out on the poll. Um... Portugal may be out of 2022 World Cup. Now, we're not firemen or exotic dancers. So this poll is actually something you can vote in in the live comments. That's really, really important for you to know. Um, so Cristiano Ronaldo, Ronaldo in uh, uh, says 55%, which means people believe keep him in Portugal are better with Ronaldo. Now, this number has crept up to 30%. Ronaldo out. So, wow. That that means Luzitaland's a big loser. Lazito Land has lost out, and a Lazito and Festival, which is 15%, means we don't want to get punched by Gabriella. Yeah. Like, I'm going home. <laughs> Stop pulling my hair! <laughs> Yo, you're crazy! I told you! And Monkey! That's a shizzle! I told you! Yo, that's her! That she's that flippin' beep, beep, boop! Are you crazy? Let go of my hair, you stupid! We've all been there. It's a wild scene. You go to the south, it is a wild scene. Uh, to Paolo Diaz and the boys, and uh, to you at home, most importantly, this has been the MKT Show. And uh, for now, we are the hell.
cliffcentral.com. Hey, what's happening? It is your hostess of the mostest, MKT here uh, from the infamous MKT show, live on Cliff Central Sport on YouTube. Catch myself and many other passionate sports fans, enthusiasts, uh, maniacs live on YouTube every day from 12 till 2 p.m. Central African time and from 3 to 5 live on the Cliff Central app, cliffcentral.com or wherever you may consume Cliff Central's content. In case you missed the live stream, the MKT show is also available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget, like, share, subscribe. Be a friend, tell a friend. If you're joining us for the very first time on YouTube, hit that button. The button is below. Get involved in the comment section. This is Mbulelo Kaele Tutinta, and I approve this message. Yes, you can. Cliffcentral.com